The studio is crazy today. We're in the stew. We're back in the fucking lab. I mean, it's been months. Oh, it's Charlie. been months. Charlie, get comfortable. Get comfy. Get in there. Uh, guys, the show, it looks a little bit different now, huh? That's the question. Uh, That's a rhetorical would, question to the audience yes. and to you guys. Yes. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, you like it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here, Hunter Davidson Radio, our West Coast edition. And uh, it's a very, very special day. Every day in the Hunter Davidson Radio shoot is special day. <laughs> Every day is special, but today's extra special because, I mean, the guest we have on the show today uh, has been—you're interwoven into the show's lore, yeah, so to speak. You've mm-hmm. been, you know, you've been mentioned various times uh, to various degrees of animosity. And uh, thanks to you, it wouldn't have been that varying. What do you um, mean? I mean, just it would have been just mentioned multiple times in a very positive. It would have just well, but the animosity, neutral. I think mostly. Okay, no, I don't think that's fair. Okay, the point is, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into where the right, animosity right, 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 comes right. from. But uh, I'm very happy to have you on the show. Why don't you? This is your camera. We got. Oh my God, you got your own fucking camera now. I Why don't you camera. introduce yourself? Uh, to the to the folks at home, to the listeners. I'm Marinier House. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mary. Oh. Mary Ferris Nearhouse. <laughs> oh, going middle name. Mary Ferris Nearhouse. <laughs> and of course, we have uh, Katie Fitzgibbons back in the studio. Hello. Roomie. Major Roomie. Yeah, roommate. we're right. now. Don't jump the gun. We're right. fucking oh. getting out. All right. Just All right. All right. Just, we can't know, talk about our lives. Wrote, like a... Little guide for how the episodes going. Ooh, yeah. maybe we start a fan wiki. Oh, uh, we already have uh, a Reddit, a, a subreddit, Reddit, a subreddit. That's yeah. awesome. Do we oh, don't have I'm a subreddit. No. <laughs> I'm posting on the subreddit. No, you are gonna start <laughs> okay. a subreddit. Yeah. Um, Katie, it's been months since we've we've gotten on mic. I know. Isn't this exciting, everyone? How do you feel? Um, I feel pretty awesome. Uh, I'm hanging oh, out with Charlie over here. Geez. <laughs> I yeah I feel pretty good I'm like still in the early phases of moving here so a little yeah. stressed yeah. but 
Charlie, that's really awesome. great. But that's like great so stuff. Yeah, so, uh, you know, before we really get into the nitty gritty, uh, you know, we fucking, we did the damn thing. Yep. We all moved to L.A. We are adulting, Woo. millennial. I mean, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> all right, that's enough of the applause. But, like, how, you know, it's been, you've been here, we got here at the same time. Katie's yep. been here for about a week. Uh, we should say today is... September 11th, never forget. Um, Just to contextualize, we won't say anything more on the topic. If we seem somber at all, if we see a little low, seem a little low energy, it's because we're a single tear at any point go down my cheek. Slowly, it's because I'm remembering. Yeah, all the uh, now. Here's something interesting I read online that Mm -hmm. during the (laughs) (laughs) I read that during the uh, the peak times of COVID-19 that we were having a 9-11 every day in the country right what do you think about that I I agree with the research Uh, (laughs) I think the numbers (laughs) are correct um move on we shouldn't talk about 9-11 but that is to say Katie's been here just a week you're kind of still in the uh it doesn't really feel real yet no definitely still pretty homesick but Midwest, we're missing the Midwest. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the pumpkins. We were just talking about Trader Joe's has all the pumpkin stuff out right now, and it's like 88 degrees today. No leaves changing. There's no fall feel, really. You don't have uh, fresh-cut grass. Actually, we do. Well, it's dirt. Well, it's does like it smell? Does it smell like mm-hmm. grass clippings? We didn't know it. No, but yeah. we didn't know in our like contract with our house that we get some very lovely man to come cut our grass oh, once a month. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. yeah. So we like came in like mowed on Saturday, but like it's just dirt. It's just a dirt. Yeah, dirt not right much now. to mow we there. We don't really have. He's almost yeah. But t- it still he's looks lovely. The land. And he uh, works for like nice four space. hours. Did you tip? No. You is that something you're supposed to do? Water. I give I don't know. Water. He's like hired by our landlord, so. Oh, no. Well, I was thinking we'd make him cookies or something. <laughs> you guys didn't? Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, me and you, Mary, have been here a little bit longer. About a month. About a, a month. Over. Uh, the honeymoon phase starting to wear off a little bit. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, incredibly anxious and stressed yeah. out, if I'm honest. I, Pretty um, crazy fucking time to move to Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, there's, uh, if people don't know, I mean, if people are watching this, like, Years in the future. <laughs> yeah, no, sure no this be. is good. Yeah. This is going into the archives for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a writer's strike and yeah. an actor's strike right now. So. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> it is really fucked that, up. That, that, there's no jobs. No jobs at all. There's um, not a job for anyone <coughs> up and coming writing. No production's yeah. happening. Production yeah. has stopped on everything. So we can't even be like PAs. We can't no, be like can't low re- level. You can't even get on set yeah. at a real thing. So not only are we like not getting paid like the shitty wage. We're not getting paid at all. There's no jobs. There's nothing. Then yeah. like trying to get like a restaurant job. Everyone's looking for one. Because so. all the assi- you were saying you were put this very uh, eloquently uh, off mic. Everyone that had jobs is now looking for the jobs that we are looking for. Yes. So mm-hmm. there's like no upward movement either. People are not getting promoted. So then like there's nothing vacant right now. So jobs are tough. I've been searching for like a month now. No avail. So I don't know when this <laughs> podcast is coming out. I, if I don't have a job by Wednesday. the time this podcast comes out. Yeah, that won't Wednesday, happen. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, this is yeah. putting the feelers out then that. Yeah, this might get I, you hired. Would Wouldn't that be something? What if this podcast got you yeah. hired? It won't. It, <laughs> if yeah. anyone has any leads i'm desperate hit up mary uh yeah so we ran through all of the episodes uh that i had loaded up from ann arbor 
Um, so we're fully, uh, we're freewheeling. We're in the uh, quick turnaround time this for podcasts. This is podcast almost like now. season two. It is. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. I was hesitant to say it, but I do think that this is kind of season two. I think it's yeah. 100 Davidson Radio, our West Coast. We got some new graphics from Phoebe Unwin. Got some West Coast graphics that I'll probably uh, throw up there. Uh, maybe we'll get some more music. And, of course, uh, you know, um, this is the one time I'm going to uh, acknowledge him, this record. Uh, Ariel Berman is is the, the reason that the show looks the way it does right now. Multicam setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A real you. multicam. Uh, yeah. We have multiple cameras. <laughs> you did a really good job. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little late on that. Uh-oh. Who's coming out of the door right Whoa. now? Oh, that is that is. Uh, still, uh, because he has yet to make an appearance on the show, will be uh, censored. Coming. What? I'm coming. <laughs> oh, that is really not okay to he say. He said, you "I'm coming." Say that. Uh, but no, Ben. Uh, ben is an employed person. Are you off to work right now, Benjamin? Or are you just you just out to Those see what's going on? Yeah, they uh, are. What's up? What do you want to say to the say class? say one thing? This is about Mary Mary Nearhouse. I'm all about amplifying voice. Thing, Mary. Thank you. You heard it here first. I He's had only incredible things. To <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, come here. That's cute. <laughs> that was pretty cute, Charlie. But you cannot go any Charlie. further. You may go no further. Uh, no. Oh, hi. All right, good. Yeah, that's very sweet. Let's get her. Yeah. Uh, Well, so we'll. uh, You know what? What I want to do is um, we set the stage on on why things look the way they are now, and uh, sort of explained this dynamic that we have working here. But I want to now go back and work our way up to. It's like kind of like um, it's this storytelling technique. Okay. Kind of where you start. It's like jumping around. Have you ever? um, Do you write? Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm a writer. I am a writer. Um, I would make a joke about it, but I'm a writer. No, let's start from the beginning. Uh, where are you from, Mary? I'm sorry. I can't get her to come I'm, over. I'm Here from Nashville, go. Tennessee. Stay, 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 stay. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Born and raised. Born and raised, yeah. East Coast. So, uh, talk to me about, uh, like, what, what kind of school did you go to? Where'd you go to school? Um... I did public school for elementary school, and then I did go to private school for middle school and high school. And, like, what kind of... Because you kind of have a... Um, you have a spunk to you, you know? Oh, you. you have a bit of a, uh, you know, a moxie, an energy. And I'm curious if that was always there. Like, when you were, like, in elementary school, in middle school, what kind of a kid were you in, in, in school? Um, I was a little nuts, a little crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I was a good student, had, had good grades. I'm the youngest, if that wasn't already obvious. Um, How many siblings? I have two siblings. I have an older brother and an older sister. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was always a little crazy, always trying to like be noticed. I loved attention, still do. That's um, <laughs> why you're that here. That's not going away. Uh, but yeah, my dad for sure would agree that the spunk and the moxie <laughs> always been there. Okay, always. okay. And so we're, did you play sports? Um, I dabbled. You dabbled. I dabbled. You were a student athlete. I wouldn't athlete. say I am a sporty gal, but definitely in middle school, 
I did a lot of sports. I'm trying to get to where, like, what you were fucking I know, doing. I know, I know you were a good student, but I was I, doing some weird. So middle you were doing school, weird shit. I was like, were you a bug girl? No, okay. no. Um, it's a bug girl. You know, a girl that wants to fucking everyone's doing whatever on the playground. This girl's out flipping no, over I was rocks. Not, I was not What's wrong with that? I was like a Nothing. I was like the girl that's like bullying the boys a little, like kicking nice. shins, mm. biting. I was you a were negging. I was a biter. <laughs> you were a biter. <laughs> You're biting boys. Now let me ask you this. Uh, because a common rumor in our school was that if a girl was being really mean to you, she liked you. She had a crush on you. Ugh. Were you just biting indiscriminately? It was indiscriminate. It was a lot of times it was my my friends. Got it. Just to, so you just kind of didn't talking know. About me. <laughs> get my name out there. You wanted to get your name out, <laughs> and the best way that you saw to do that. Yeah, but no. To get back to the sports question, my brother, my older brother, did a lot of sports, and I just wanted to like be cool like him. Like I was like, Got he's it. cool. He does sports. He's busy. My parents like think that we should all be active and exercise. So I was like, I'm gonna do all the sports he does. So I did like cross country, okay. track. Um, I did a little soccer. There was one year I did volleyball and I was really bad at it, so I was short lived. You like um, to run though. Sounds like you. Were I don't a like it. I uh, I did it because he did it, but I hated every second. You were of following it. your brother's. I was yeah, footsteps. I was bad at it. I did pole vault because he pole vaulted, and I was like decent but not great. And Damn. I I would choke. Pole a vault's lot. a crazy. I was sport. like fine at practice, and then <laughs> I would get to competitions, and I would just fucking choke. It was bad. Like my dad had to like sit me down and be like, "Are you sure you want to keep doing this? Because you are Damn. not good at it." Damn. Um, and then I swam. That was like my thing. I did summer swim team for like all of middle school, and also did it in school. And then my freshman year of high school, I swam. And then I was like, "I am just not. I'm not a competitive sports okay. girl. I couldn't do it." And so, but you hung in there to be for to get your name out again or to make dad like to for me dad happy i played football yeah. for too long it was because definitely I was my like, dad was like yeah. you're just gonna sit around like what are you gonna do if you don't play <laughs> yeah. a sport you just come home yeah. and like my kids play sports out. yeah um which yeah it's so, crazy i think your dad probably didn't care i know mine eventually was like dude yeah. i don't give a fuck if you play football yeah I don't he was kind of like i just want you to have an activity yeah. which was why like my freshman year of high school i kind of was like still swimming but that was really my only sport and then i started getting into like dance and theater Okay. And then by my sophomore my year, I was like full theater dance girl. Yeah. And my, my dad, kid. my parents really were like, honestly, we love that you do theater because going, driving 30 minutes out to a track meet in the yeah. middle of nowhere and it's like freezing outside because yeah. it's February. And then you lose. And watching your brother just run around a track is like so boring compared to like getting to watching see a you show. do Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get into theater, musical theater. Musical theater, You're a musical just theater a, kid. like it was like my my first foray into sketch as well. Interesting. We had sketch nights. Like there was like oh. particularly an event every like January that anyone could audition and you would get cast in it. Oh. Everyone would. So that was like the first thing I did my freshman year, and it was scene night. So student directed students would just pick scenes. Student. Okay. From anything, but it was usually sketches. So like I did like a whitest, I did a whitest, whitest kids you know was the one I was Whoa, in. Which one? Um, it's a, it was one of the drugs ones where they get so fucked up they think they're on a roller coaster. <laughs> nice. So I was I was one of the ones who was on the roller coaster. So nice. that was awesome. Uh, and then I like directed later for those things too and did some UCB sketches. So SNL. you went full in 
on this. Okay, but you liked live comedy. I did. My dad. Young. My dad was like big Steve Martin, Cheech okay. and Chong. I grew up like listening to those albums. Interesting. From a very young age, so. And you were always. You were never like tech. You were always on stage. You always had. Always, a, you always, always needed stage. to be. I needed, you needed the bright lights. The center, and then I like pivoted more to writing. So I was like, I love. Cool. When people were like that was so funny, and it wasn't just the way yeah. you delivered it. It was like that you. Great wrote concept. Something. Funny. Nice. And what uh, what musical? I'm not gonna probably know any of them, but what musical productions were you in? Um, Are you a musical theater person? Um, I like know some, but yeah. I'm not. I wouldn't say a person. You're not a fucking. Yeah, this is tough crowd. Then, um, I mm. was in. I was the ensemble in Chicago my sophomore year. It was the first mm -hmm. time I'd ever like really. Our high school did do Chicago. Yeah, so that's I am a, that's a well known. That's a yeah. classic. Chicago's then, pretty awesome. Um, my junior year I did. Urine Town, which is urine. Urine, piss, piss yeah. town. You did piss, piss town. town. Um, which is. I was what, one yeah, of the. What is I was that? <laughs> so it's a futuristic concept of like the apocalypse basically has come. There's no water or there's like very little uh -oh, water. Oh, I don't like where this is headed. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's people at the very top who own like all the water and they charge people to pee. And you can get in trouble if you pee, like, not at a toilet. Wait, there's a scarcity of water? Scarcity of water, so everyone lines up to, like, pay money to go pee. And if you, you'll get in trouble if you pee just, like, out in the open, in a jar, whatever. Interesting. Um, Why do you have to pay to pee? Is that urine getting recycled in the water? <laughs> um, they don't really acknowledge that. Oh, that was you. Okay. Oh, that was that. the dog. They don't acknowledge that. They don't acknowledge that. Um, but there's no reason. Like it's, it's funny. <laughs> and actually, actually, it's funny to. Okay, it's a it's a it's a comedic it's comedy. Musical. Comedy. It'd be crazy if it was to a drama. To circle back. <laughs> to circle back. To today. Yeah. Today's date. This is the date. Nine eleven. Yeah. That musical was supposed to premiere open on Broadway on nine eleven. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Jesus, you're and in they town. were like, yeah, they were like. Maybe no. we'll hold off we on this one. That. <laughs> so then it got pushed back like a month. And then it was still, they were still at that point where they're like, can New York laugh again? Yeah, guys. <laughs> can we laugh? Is New York ready and to I laugh? And I mean, a month later, generally the consensus was no. no and yeah. so that show did not do amazing. Well, it did fine, but like, well, so not amazing. Can you give us the resolution? Because I'm never going to watch Urine Town. Um, so but basically, I'm if you get in trouble, you go to Urine Town, which they build up to be like this, like basically like huge jail or whatever. Just you oh. don't want to go. It's Australia. But huge reveal, spoiler, it's death. You die. They kill you. Oh, shit. Um, so there's like in the first act, like a guy who's like, I'm going to like, we're going to stand up to the man. We're going to take him down. He falls like the there's a guy who like owns all the water and he's got a daughter. And obviously the daughter falls in love with this young rebel. Um, obviously. And <laughs> then that guy actually ends up dying in the second act because he, he gets he gets killed. Cause he he gets sent to urine town. Um, and For peeing, they made they made a martyr out of him. And it kind of ends with like, did we really escape the circle? So it's or like 1984, kind of. Yeah, so it's it's intriguing. <laughs> it's just meant to be funny, I guess. But I was like a co-dance captain, so I just got to be in every dance number, which was cool. a lot of fun. Cool. Um, and then my senior year. Wait, sorry. Um, what were you dancing about in your in town? Um. Okay. Great well, question. Yeah. Everything. Like there was like the intro song. The uh, there's, a, there's a song <laughs> called the cop song, and they talk about all the people they've busted for peeing in different places. 
and we got to wear, <laughs> we wore tiny little head, we had headbands that had tiny little cop hats on them, <laughs> oh and we double God. dutch. This is your sophomore one. year? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. No, it's my junior year. Okay. Um, and yeah, there were just like, I, I don't, now I'm like forgetting them. There's like an office song about like the guy who's in charge of all the water talking about how amazing he is, and we like just did like dancing. Dance. Yeah. Okay, so that's you're in town. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Um, then my senior you know? year, no one knows this musical. Okay. Um, but it's called Theory of Relativity. And it's a Stephen Hawking musical. It's, it's really not. It's <laughs> about Is that real is that Einstein? It's like who twelve different people who like everyone has like a solo song. So it's really not an ensemble show, but my theater director is like, fuck it, we're, we're making gonna do an it. ensemble. Everyone gets to be in the show. And I w- knew I would be dance captain before the show even started. Nice. So I was like, okay, you had that swag that's by this perfect. point. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be satisfied with that role. I'm not a good singer. Like, I don't expect anything. Absolutely tr- just bombed my singing audition. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> did you no call back? Did you know going into it that like you couldn't sing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you I was like, like I'm you just had to sing it. in order Got to like be in the it. musical. So I just had to like get over that. It was awful. I would be so nervous every time yeah. before an audition. That's, I mean, that is nerve wracking. Um, yeah. Um, and then the cast list came out. And so it's like 12 people would have like speaking roles or like their own solo song. But a couple of the songs that were solo songs, were like we're going to make these ensembles so everyone can be in so yeah okay um and so it was a show that like we kind of pieced together where like the original show was just done with 12 people on stage like really no set and we like did it in the round built a whole set made like dance numbers out of the songs and uh so they hadn't cast the show when we started learning songs there's one song that was a solo that they were like we're gonna make this just an okay there's a solo but like also kind of a duet um, and they're like, we're just going to make this ensemble and we can start learning it even though the show has not been cast yet because we're just going to have everyone sing this song. So I ended up getting cast for the person who sings that song. The solo. But she also has three monologues throughout the show. And that's really the only, like the whole show sung through except for those monologues. So I kind of got, I got the only speaking nice comedic monologue boom brought the house fucking down yeah, huge laugh but one of like the worst moments of my life was there was a rehearsal where um <laughs> it was like way we had already been rehearsing for like weeks and we were singing that one song that was ensemble but like technically my character and another character sang like our own solo parts in the song and the music director was like i think i'm gonna sing it how it's written on the page today gave me no warning I had never practiced that song as a solo ever. I was only singing like the alto line. I was like comfortable. So it's you. It's and me and this other guy in front of everyone in the show. In She's like, which is we're talking we're forty. Go. Yeah, forty-ish 40, people, forty to fifty people. Um, She's like, a couple we're adults. Go. Yeah, and <laughs> my dance teacher, who I'm so close with, I'm uh-huh. looking at her outside the auditorium, but the doors are closed. They're just like glass doors. I'm looking at her. <laughs> And she's like talking with like the assistant choreographer and they're like writing stuff down. They're not looking at me. And I'm just like trying to get her to notice me and like come me in and interrupt me out. because I was like, I can't do this. And I, it was so bad. Like I sang the song, we barely got through it. And she was like, okay, <laughs> um, I think so, we're going to sing it like right. maybe back to the ensemble way. And I was like, cause like okay. this, so when that happens, like, are you like, I'm going to try, because, like, if that ha- if, I, if that's me up there, then I'm just like, well, 
I'm just gonna like go so over the top that like I'm just gonna go for laughs I was just, here, like, you know? So nervous, right? And I did want to do a good job because I was like, okay, what if I'm like, not, I'm, I'm gonna what try if I'm to not sing. bad at singing. What like, if what I if try it's just, to like, sing? When I'm nervous, good. and I lo- I do love to sing. Like I like to sing. I just acknowledge that I am like not, not a star. Like no sure. one's gonna listen to me sing. And go like, mm, she's actually she has, good. she's gifted. She's actually yeah. good. Um, and but I was like so like my voice was just like shaking like i was so nervous and i was like not God, loud dude, and like so it was just bad. do you remember any of the song um i'm not gonna say no. That, so <laughs> <laughs> no but it was a great show i got like huge props it was also at the same time that i was like applying to colleges and so like after every show like parents would come up and be like so like you were amazing what are your plans for college and like oh i'm applying these places i really want to do like comedy and like write and they're like absolutely after seeing nice. that performance you should and they hype me up so much nice. it's like awesome. big bucket that's filling. why theater's worthwhile in the teens you gotta let them know Keep i like going. that they can end up like me unemployed in los angeles <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> guesting on a podcast <laughs> that's great so uh you know i think we pretty much covered the base is there anything else you want to say about growing up in tennessee um it was it was honestly a lot of fun it was nashville so it wasn't like Tennessee mm-hmm. like redneck that kind of stuff yeah um if I have a moment for Tennessee politics um <laughs> go take it away uh I think we should be supporting I don't know I just didn't know if we wanted to do a wide cut here um we should be supporting Tennesseans in their fight to make their voices heard because there's a lot of gerrymandering going on in Nashville but Tennessee in general and they people just like to look at the state and think like it's just Republicans and everyone there is a Republican and that's not true. They're suppressing a lot of voices. So it's really important to vote in your local elections. And it's also important to keep in mind that the South is not just comprised of a bunch of racist people. Um, it's a lot more of a complicated issue and you should maybe like educate yourself and vote more and then you can maybe make some statements on it. This is, I am hyper-conscious of my fucking fat thighs being no. on. Beautiful thighs. <laughs> Wait, fat is beautiful, though. Fat is, yeah. It's fat, fat is, fat is a bad Did you ever see those, like, toxic... I'm hearing her, but she's not picking up on the mic. It's like a girl, and she's got a gap in her Yes, eyes. thank you very much. And, like, it's it's clearly, like, literally... No, when you were going, I was checking the levels, and it did not seem like it was picking up. I saw that. It's like It was like the, like, weird ideal. It's like, I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking about Pinterest. Um, That was good. We don't... I don't think we have any listeners in Tennessee, but... Um, that's good. But we do have plenty of people what? from the North and the Midwest who look at yeah. Tennessee and go, oh. Yeah. Like me included. When I right. first met you, I was like, where'd you go? Robert E. Lee High School? Oh, no, I didn't. I actually went to a very liberal high school. Private. Private. Yeah. yeah. Private I did go to elementary school with someone who was descended from a Robert E. Lee. Wow, that's interesting. And it was not like viewed as a negative thing when I was in elementary school. Sure is. And my friend, my childhood best friend, she like, grew up on Stonewall Jackson Drive. Nice, dude. Nice. Well, 
But we don't have to get into it. <laughs> We're not going to rehash the Civil War. <laughs> well, that's not. It's been done. I was going to talk about, like, all the land-rich people that you know, but we don't oh, have no, to. Oh, no, no. I don't think we should get into it. What about that? statues? You want to talk about statues at all? Oh. Should we just breeze past there's that, There's so too? many awful statues out there, but, yeah, let's get rid of the bust of Nathan Bedford Forrest in our state capital. Right. And who is that? He, so, know? are you familiar with the KKK? <laughs> heard of them and i he was like do not fuck charge. with them at all he was like in charge okay. like way back when okay and there's a bust of his oh yeah in our state capital yeah. that has been a lot of people trying to get it removed it has been like an insane process of like legal battle and it's like just get rid you of could it. put so many like, other no that's our heritage can you oh, put really? like fucking dolly yeah peyton manning and like, then like i don't even get me started on andrew jackson like i won't get you fired up yeah that we, was like a major part of um, my anthropology degree was like just talking about statues and like what we should do with them. Interesting. And what like conclusion did you guys draw? Uh, basically that like, I mean, there, there's not like a conclusion to be drawn, but like basically putting them in a public space like is not productive um, yeah. in any manner. And, and that like public space is a space for like community and often having like a contradictory figure contradictory figure yeah. uh, in a public space is gonna separate community and community building is like a it's really gonna incite division of. yeah and so like there's like a debate about putting them in museums so we can discuss their i just yeah, i feel like it, there's like people have opinions on many sides and like like it's important to remember that history can be affected by what we put in yeah. museums so like i think i'm a little like i'm not sure i really do sta like statues like i'm not sure i really care about statues you know not to not to take away the importance of them but i'm saying like i'm not sure we really need them i definitely i think in terms of especially with the public the public space yeah the aspect is like why put a statue of a person because I, I know person yeah. is perfect, but I feel like so right. many statues of historical figures, like, yeah, you could Especially come up with, like, a list of yeah. reasons why literally any historical figure should not should, be, is, like, a shitty guy. Immortalized yeah. in it's also copper. also, like, very isolating for people who maybe have been, like, oppressed or Personally affected by, by them, yeah. That's why I went to Boston once, and uh, wow. m most of what you can do in Boston is look at statues. Fine. Right. I liked the sports ones. I liked seeing Larry Bird and Red Auerbach. And then it's like, uh, all these dudes with the funny hats are owned people. Right. I'm not sure we need a statue of them. This might they not were, be. They were land rich. We might. <laughs> <laughs> they were land rich. It's just like we'll, who farmed the land. We'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on from statues. We'll cut that. <laughs> Uh, but you had, so, okay, so you're leaving, you're leaving high school in Tennessee. Do you want to shout out your high school that you went to? Uh, yeah, USN, University School of Nashville. Nice. Um, notable alumnus, John Early. Yeah. You've said that a bunch. Right. I know, because it's, <laughs> I, I, no, that's cool. I worked that's at cool. a bagel shop last year and he came in. And you said, USN? Yeah, I went, yeah. <laughs> What was your mascot? Tiger. Tiger? The USN Tiger. Tigers? Did you guys Tigers. have a good football team? We didn't have a football team. No football team. <laughs> no football team. Every every like event was like around the basketball team. Nice. And the basketball team is like fine. Hmm. 
Um, but yeah, homecoming was around basketball. basketball homecoming, so it was in January. Snow coming. Um, snow so we called it. Okay. Um, that's <laughs> it's fine. I thought I was the guest, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop Steve rolling. Um, sorry, I'm just having my Dakota Johnson moment here. When did she? Did somebody? Oh, she. They were trying to cancel Jimmy Fallon this week. Right. Um, and someone was like, "Look, Dakota Johnson also had a Jimmy Fallon moment, similar to her Ellen moment. Um, before Ellen actually got canceled. Ellen." That moment? Yeah, where she's like, um, actually, Ellen, you were invited. So she had one with Jimmy Fallon where he's, like, talking over her and, like, asking her, like, a million questions about a story she's telling but not letting her tell the story. And Explain. She goes, she goes, aren't you supposed to let people talk on your show? <laughs> <laughs> that is a, I love Dakota That is a problem. I've had. I like Dakota Johnson, too. What happened on Ellen? I haven't seen that clip. Oh, my God. Ellen was like, Ellen was like, you didn't invite me to my birthday party. And Dakota was like, Actually, Ellen, I did invite you. You just never responded. Damn. Yeah. And it was, was like, like Ellen like tried to call her out on television, like on her show, it. being like, you had this great party. All um, these people hmm, showed right. up. And where was my invite? And like trying to like be like a little bitchy. Right. But like snarky. probably a little funny. Yeah. And Dakota Johnson was like not having Fuck it. You, She's yeah. like, no, you were invited. That's crazy. I'd like to get an Ellen impression yeah. in the bag. And that was that like the downfall. That of was Ellen. That's what started the dominoes. Yeah. Uh. Thanks. Good note. I was like, got a note from the guy off screen. A note from quick note. note. Guy. Uh, so you're leaving USN. Mm-hmm. Michigan's not on your mind yet, or is it? Um, it was a little. I'd applied. I did not get it. <laughs> what did you um, apply for? I, I think theater I LSA. Went, I think I went undeclared. Yeah, just okay. LSA undeclared. Nice. Um, I, like film and television was like not even really on my mind a ton. It was a little because I was like. I want to do comedy and most places don't have that, but like you go into film and television, you do screenwriting and like, that's an Avenue. Um, I was like, so I was like, I'm going to be on improv teams. Yeah. I had only done improv like a couple times in high school. I'd done stand up before. Um, Did you have Broadway dreams? I, n- I, because of my singing, not <laughs> there, I was like, Broadway dreams are never going to be real. You but didn't like, have all maybe five some, tools. Maybe some theater dreams. I will say like, I think I had an idea of like, Maybe one day I'll be a good enough, like I'll be famous enough as a comedian. So just and like, then like a, they'll just like cast stunt you. cast yeah. me either in a musical or in like a play. Yeah. Um, but I was never gonna like I I'm just, I just I hate auditioning. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's it the worst thing so ever. So nervous, I was like, I can't dedicate my life to it. Yeah, that's and I still kind of have, but like, not in the sense of like having to. Like, yeah cold call like show up to that right stuff. with 80 we talked about yeah. some with Mackenzie like 80 other people that yeah. look exactly like just, you yeah <laughs> I don't have that in me right and it makes me way too nervous like right. I would just not be able totally to live. fair were you into Shakespeare ever were you like uh a little I feel like I'm more into it now than I nice. was in high school I think high school I was like oh I just have to read it yeah I'm, like, do you have a into it. favorite Shakespeare play um lately I've been into much ado about nothing nice I like the comedies more just yeah like, but it is funny to do. Macbeth is also like a classic to me. I liked uh, I liked Hamlet a lot in school, and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I never really thought he was that funny though. Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. When I was in high He's school really too, funny. we did um, <laughs> we did Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Um, and uh, that and now that's like kind of a Weird Al version of right, Shakespeare. Right. It's like right? we took. They're doing. They're putting on Romeo and Juliet. Got it. Got um, it's meta. Right. Got it. But I was just on ensemble. So you get out of USN, and where are you headed? Because you're not coming um, to Michigan. Where do you go first? So I'm headed to DePaul University. Chi-Town, what's going Chi-Town. on? Katie. Um, 
the bears. bears. Um, no, I'm actually really excited we're, we're talking about this because now I think I'm going to just bookmark this part of the podcast and show it to people when they want to know, like, my college right, yeah, yeah. journey because it's a lot to Right, it. there's a few stops. Um, so, yeah, I was at DePaul because um, it was affordable, and it was Chicago, Second City, I.O., um, She's stuck in my room. <laughs> where the comedians are, where they start. And my mom was like really trying really hard to be like, Chicago's going to be so awesome for you. You're going to love it. And I was like, I don't really want to go here. One second. Yeah. What do you think about my jersey today? Uh, it's cool. Is it different from any yeah, of the this other is, um, gear that you have? Is it different? Yeah. Well, this is a Kobe Bryant jersey. Okay. And I was wearing the last time that I was that you saw, I was wearing a Wilt Chamberlain jersey. Oh, okay. Do you want me to explain those no, two guys' I career don't, to you? Please I don't. Think <laughs> maybe, maybe a little later. Do you want me to like? We could talk about. We could talk about them. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Uh, let's. We're we're in Chicago. We're in Chicago. We're at in Chicago. Are you live in? Um, Lincoln Park. I'm nice. in the dorms of DePaul. Uh, this is 2019. 2018. 2018. You're a little bit older. I'm a little older. Yeah. Um, I. Made one friend at orientation earlier in the summer, and I was like, this is going to be okay. I'm going to know someone. And then I had, like, a huge panic attack, like, two days before I went to college because I was like, I don't know anyone. I don't know my roommate. Um, DePaul also has, like, a huge thing where you can either show up, like, a week early and you do, like, one week of just, like, learning about Chicago and, like, meeting the people in your class, and then you spend half of that quarter because it's on the quarter system going to the class like once a week and doing like some field trips and the whole point of the class is like you learn about so there's explore chicago is one of them and discover chicago so explore chicago show up the week early go on field trips learn about chicago then you go to class once a week for half of the quarter and you just learn like how to be a college freshman they're like here's how you register for classes sorry (laughs) here's how you send an email that looks appropriate or you can do Discover Chicago where you just show up when classes start and you go to the class for the entire quarter and you meet like twice a week and sometimes you'll go on the field trips and learn about Chicago and then other times you'll be in the classroom like learning more about how to be a college freshman and they're all based on something so it like the one I took was literature based so we still read like Chicago literature and poems and like talked about it um but I made like a huge mistake not showing up for the one that starts a week earlier. Okay, so you did discover. Um, so I did discover. So I got there and like people had already been there a week, so they Everyone like had friends were like new people and like it's freshman year, so like the friends you make freshman year are not gonna be right. your like diehard forever right. friends. But it's nice to have that. It's nice to have that when you get to there. start. So I was like so anxious, homesick. Everyone in at DePaul, like, most people I met were, like, from the suburbs. They could go home whenever they mm. wanted. Um, Head back to Wheaton. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then I ended up having, I auditioned for the improv team, did not get it. That was soul crushing. Ooh. I was Ooh. I was taking film class. My classes were going fine. Like, they were not honestly that challenging for me, which was, like, part of where, like, the frustration was coming was I was, like, bored. I know like, shit, I yeah. was not being, like, Oh, I'm Challenge. not even, like, really doing work. I'm, like, done with my work so quickly. And DePaul has a thing that's, like, awesome if you're not me in the situation <laughs> I was in that was, like, no classes Friday. Like, they mm. might have labs and stuff that you show mm. up to, but no classes. So my first 
quarter, I would have a three-day weekend, which just meant three days of, like, sitting in my <laughs> And I ended up getting lucky. Oh. Like, I think the reason I did not, like, actually just, like, sink into a Fucking full depression, really which I sad. was yeah. in a, in a bad teetering. spot. Yeah. I, was, I was in a really bad yeah. spot. Um, but I had two friends from Nashville who had gone to my high school. One of them was a year above me, and we'd done a bunch of musicals and stuff together. And then her older brother was a senior in college in Boston, but he was doing a semester at Second City doing comedy stuff. And so she wasn't in college, so she just moved out to Chicago with him for that semester, and they got an apartment. Nice. Um, Friends, like unlocked. A, yeah, like a 20-minute walk away yeah. from me. So I would hang out with him like all nice. the time. And I think that was like the only reason I was not severely yeah. depressed. Yeah, a couple friends. Like not doing lie to a couple <laughs> friends. Nice. Um, he's actually out in L.A. doing improv stuff. Nice. But he probably doesn't really even remember me, or if he does, he I doesn't know that. the impact that he had on my <laughs> life. <laughs> well, you should send him this. <laughs> um, and so then because of quarter system, you go home at Thanksgiving and you don't come back until after New Year's. Okay. So I went home and I told my parents, I was like, I can't go back. This there. fucking sucks. I can't, I can't do it. And they were like, you're being dramatic. And I was like, I've been telling you for months, like I can't go back there. Yeah. Like it's just awful. And it was like a long month of like convincing them of that and them trying to tell me like, just give it another try. And I was like, I agree that I should, but like I physically like don't think I can, especially because the two friends that I had were going to be leaving Chicago. They would not be they there for graduate. that next semester so and, I would be and totally you think it alone. was a combination of homesickness and loneliness and boredom yeah and i think just not being ready for like what college was really going to be as a reality like no one really explained that it can also be the loneliest time of your right. life because everyone was just like it was the best four years yeah. of my life and i was just waiting for that yeah you moved to a smaller school in a, in a city mm -hmm. which is crazy like not right not really a college and i'd been town. convincing myself like i wanted big city yeah. small school um, and I went there for comedy filmmaking, which was the first year they'd even cool, done it. Whoa. Um, and I, I do wish like looking back now that I'd stuck it out doing that. Um, but it was like all these intro film and television classes. And it felt like everyone in those classes like knew a ton about like film and hmm. production. And I was like, I don't know anything yeah, about this. I just know this. how to be funny and weird. Um, and I found out like, I love television. <laughs> I loved every television class I took. Um, but I was just like. I don't know like if this is the road I want to take to get to comedy filmmaking um and I wouldn't even be able to take those kinds of classes till like my senior year so I was like this doesn't feel Fuck worth it. this shit. So, so you're at, so yeah. My ass was out of there. I stayed <laughs> home. So you don't go back. I don't go back. I stayed home for a semester. I worked. I helped my dance teacher back at my high school and we like there was a big dance concert that happens every May. So from January to May I was like helping her put on this big production. Um, and then worked at a summer camp my, like, last summer before I was going to transfer, and I ended up transferring to Fordham University, Lincoln Center Campus, so in the city. New York. New York. Um, yeah, hit it. Okay, so... The summer camp that I worked at before, I met a coworker who we'd actually matched on Tinder, and I was like, not really a, a dating app girly, so I just like ignored it. And then I got to work, and I was like, why do I recognize that guy? Come on, Charlie. God damn. I was like, why do I recognize that guy? Well, it turned out we'd matched. Coworker, on Tinder. you matched with. Was he cute? 
Um, well, yeah, because we ended up dating for like two and a half years no. after that. So oh. we started dating that summer. Charlie. You can come up here or you can sit there. You're interrupting a story that we're very interested in. Come here. Sorry for, <laughs> sorry for the pause. Okay. Oh. Aww. Are you good? Oh, okay. Charlie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, so you meet a. So meet a guy. Now I have guy. a long distance boyfriend because he went to Michigan. Okay. It's all coming together. We're figuring out. The pieces um, are falling into place. So I am Wait, now. You matched with a guy in New York. No, in Nashville. In Nashville. That was your coworker. Yeah. And he go, what, was he going to, to Ann Arbor. And yeah. you were off to New York. I was off and to New York. And you said, let's fucking go long disco. I really was, like, not super there for it. He wanted he to go like, long disco. I was like, disco. this is very casual. And he was like, I think we should date. And I was like, okay, I guess I can figure this out. And so Crazy. then I had a long distance boyfriend in New York. He was in Ann Arbor. I had a fine time at Fordham. It was, like, not amazing. It was, like, giving very much DePaul vibes, which, like, was making me freak out for a while because I was like, oh my God, like I, I transferred. Yeah. I can't transfer again. That's absurd. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, and How did I you like New York versus Chicago? I feel like I like Chicago more, honestly, looking back. like New York was just always Too so much. much, just people going. One of my biggest like problems, especially with Lincoln Center campus of Fordham, is that everyone there felt very much like it was such a small campus. Like it's one city block. And it felt like everyone there just wanted to be a New Yorker mm -hmm. and, like, live in the city, be an adult. Mm -hmm. No one wanted to be a college student, which is really what I wanted. Yeah. And then I have this long-distance boyfriend who's in Ann Arbor talking about Michigan football. The ultimate the college town. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. that sounds awesome. That's what I wanted. Um, so I was, like, doing fine in New York. I had some good roommates. I met people through, like, transfer stuff, which also ended up being – a lot easier meeting people because it was like we already have like we did the same thing connection yeah. um but it was just like it was expensive it yeah, was just, shit. it was just a lot and then we i had like a kind of shitty roommate who's just like not very nice not very huh. respectful considerate of having roommates and it like kind of devolved into a whole thing and Damn. it was <laughs> it was a lot she's very messy and and mean um <laughs> And then I don't know if you know this, but um, <laughs> in November 2019, <laughs> okay, a novel coronavirus erupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reached New York City first. First. Yeah. By February. You were patient zero. And I was incredibly anxious about really? it. Really? My parents were so annoyed with how often I would like text them and call them about <gasps> like case numbers are rising yeah. here, like it's getting worse, I need to get out of here. Partly because I had an awful roommate, and I was like, oh my God, what if I get trapped what if I here? To <laughs> like, what if I have to talk to her every day with this person? This is a <laughs> nightmare. And my sister, it was like, we were nearing um, spring break, and I had like huge plans. I'd already been to Ann Arbor like after New Year's. I flew with my boyfriend at the time to Ann Arbor, spent a week at his apartment, and then flew to New York from there. So that was my first taste of Ann Arbor. Wow. And I was like, this Fell is awesome. Love. You liked this it? What'd you do? Cute. Do you remember? We, I remember we went, I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like we didn't do much because it was like so cold, so snowy. But we got like dinner at um, Maquette, RIP. That's no more. I don't it know. was on Plymouth. 
Um, I think we went to Zingerman's. Nice. Um, but I think we mostly like stayed just in. Just, yeah, nice. And I just got to see like snow. You just liked it. Yeah. How had you seen? Oh, like, you I lived went in on Chicago. the buses. I went on the blue buses, which was like, <laughs> I was. I'll be honest. <laughs> they blew my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he was like, yeah, you just get on. Yeah. You don't have to swipe yeah, a card. Yeah, that is pretty get cool. On, yeah. Just takes you. I was like, no, shut up. What's the catch? He's like, there's no catch. I was like, I don't have to show my student ID. He's like, no. I was like, oh my god. And the winter didn't throw you, I guess, because it doesn't snow in Tennessee, does it? it? I barely. Really, it rarely. It really doesn't stick. If it does, it's like a big deal. And you had you hadn't really seen a Chicago winter, right? No, I actually you went left home. Chicago right. right before like the huge. And you, did you see a New York winter really? Not really. So so, so this was, was like kind of like wow. Big, big and it snow. didn't scare you off. No, I was like, this is kind of awesome. Cool. Like I was cold, but I was yeah. like, this is manageable. Nice. Um. So then you go back so to New York. So then I go back to New York, and I'm like, okay. <sighs> and then my sister was going to come up for her spring break for just a couple days and stay with me in New York, and we were going to do, like, a Broadway show and, like, nice. do all the New York things. You are going to see you're in town. Right. Make its comeback. Yeah, my sister <laughs> loves cheesecakes. So we are going to get cheesecake. <laughs> nice. Um, and I was watching the coronavirus stuff happen. Watching cases like, oh go Oh, my up. God. Like, she cannot fly out yeah. to New York. Like, what are we going to do? If they, like, close down my dorm, I not only have to figure out what I'm going to do, but also, like, what I can do with me and my sister. Because it's, like, it's one thing if they're, like, okay, stay in your dorms. But if I have a guest, I'm, yeah. like, panicking. There's and then I was going to fly out to Michigan after she left and do, like, my spring break week in and yeah. over. And so I was like, I got to cancel this flight. Yeah. I don't know what to do. My parents were like, just like, we're going to wait, wait out, and wait see what happens. Yeah. And I was literally in the middle of like this like screenwriting class. And we're like going, reading through people's like pages. And we all get an email. And it's like a three hour long class. And it's like a class that goes from like 11 a.m. to, or maybe it went from like 10 to like one. Three hours. Three hours. And we get an email at 11. And we're all on our computers because it's college. <laughs> and it's screenwriting class. Like we, can. we all yeah. get an email at 11 that's like, the campus is closing. Get Shit. out by noon if you can. Like, all classes are canceled Shit. starting at noon. Get out. Like, get out. if get you have out. to stay in the dorms, like, we can figure it out. But, like, we would prefer if you just Get the fuck home. out, yeah. And it was, like, what I'd been waiting for. So I, like, immediately, like, an email my parents. And my dad, like, books me a ticket to get home. I, like... The professors literally like, well, do you like classes end? Like technically, they said no more classes after noon, but like, do you guys want to stay till one? And we were like, no. I want to go. Home. I was like, I have a flight at five p.m. <laughs> I wanna go like, home. I gotta like pack yeah. shit and then like get my ass to LaGuardia. Ugh, like, yeah, I'm out of here. Damn, dude, you so were on ground zero. I pack up a suitcase. I'm like going through the airport. Like everyone's coughing, and I'm like, oh my God. and like no one had masks. <laughs> yeah, no one dead. had masks at this point. Yeah. You couldn't get hand sanitizer anywhere. Right, it's cleaned like, out. It was just like toilet paper was I, out of stock. I was like, I hope I make it home. Yeah. And then, like we all did, I spent the rest right. of that semester just doing classes online. <sighs> We can breeze through that. Yeah, breeze through Did it, anything interesting it. happening there? No, I yeah. mean, I was a little happy because it meant that my boyfriend and I were both in Nashville oh, at that point. So it was like, oh, okay, we're not really doing long distance. Although my dad was very like, we're our bubble is small. Don't fucking go we're hang keeping, out with your yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, we're our yeah. bubble small. So we could really only hang out like outside, like six feet apart. But it was the What rise did your boyfriend think about COVID? Um, he's a little annoyed. He's like, annoyed <laughs> he's going to fucking open this shit um, back up. Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, we would sit outside and play Animal Crossing. Nice, six that's feet cute. Apart from each other. That's fun. Um, I, w- I, I, I got a bike, like we all did. I didn't, <laughs> okay. but that's cool. 
Did you, do you still bike? Nope. It was lasted a couple months? It was a couple months. It was too big for me. Um, <laughs> bad tall, for the knee, too right? Tall. Yeah, my knee. That was when my really knee bad shit started for happening. Knee. Went, yeah. went down right May have been because of the bike. <laughs> no, it was before the bike. <laughs> what? Was it a traumatic injury that happened or just no. wear and tear? I, wear and tear, I don't Dancing, know. No yeah. one knows. No one knows. No one knows. Oh, you may have heard it in your sleep, dude. Sometimes I hurt my knee in my sleep. Enough that it's still a problem almost like three and a half years later. I don't know. I also fucked it up with other shit. But I wanted to back up just for one second. Did you ever do an open mic in New York? No. Or did you ever think about it? Or was it I not? You were just really so busy with school and other shit. Busy and also just like it's New York. Yeah. And I was not really thinking about stand up. I was like, that's not. Like, I'm going to fucking write. Thing. I was yeah. like, I want to do sketches. I nice. want to write TV. Um, but I went to some open mics, nice. which were interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Um, okay, so let's, yeah. Yeah. Then I'm I'm home, home for the summer. I end up not going back, like, in person to Fordham. So I'm paying a lot of money. Thousands, tens of thousands. just sit in my brother's room, because yeah. I turned that into, like, my office. Nice. And take classes online. And it was like, I was never going to go back to New York. Because they were like, if you want to come back and live in the dorms, you have to... Quarantine for two weeks in New York, but you can't do it in the dorm. With your awful roommate. So, yeah, they're like, you actually should get a hotel for uh, yeah. two weeks. You should stay at the Ritz and, like, <laughs> for you two can't, weeks. Yeah. You can't go out to get food, so you have to, like, Cook. Uber eat food <laughs> to your hotel for two weeks straight. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just so, to pay $20,000 yeah. to, like, stay in the dorm. Ugh, so I nightmare. didn't do that, and that was kind of when I started being like, Fuck what if I went to a smaller town but a bigger school because i still was like i want to have school pride yeah that i want to be in college while i'm still in college i have plenty of time to be a new yorker city girl Mm -hmm. but not a lot of time to be like a college student and i'd been to ann arbor a couple of times at that point i'd been like in september with boyfie with boyfie um and my parents at that point were like I can't believe you're asking us if you can transfer again. <laughs> but I was also like, he's he's in Ann Arbor, even though the pandemic's going on and stuff is online. And like, I'm jealous of that. Don't you guys want me out of the house? And also like school spirit. Go blue. And Right, go blue. And they were like, if you can like promise us you're not going. This is the one. For, yeah, for this boyfriend. Is it, and you're not going for boyfriend. I Got was like, it. I swear, like that's a perk. That is a bonus that like we will not have to do long distance. Um, and there was no Michigan connections in your family, like no, no. none of the family had gone there. This was just, uh, this was just, it kind of came up because of boyfriend, yeah. and then you were like, I fucking love Ann and, Arbor. And okay, school. here's the thing. Shout out to Terry Saris. Boom. One of the best ever. So One of the absolute best ever. Part of the reason that like really, really spurred me to Michigan was I was helping my boyfriend choose his classes in August. Before, like when I was going to be starting again at Fordham online and he was looking through and he's like, I need all these classes. And he was just looking. Through, this is like, August before COVID. August after COVID. After it COVID. was 2020. And you're at this point. I'm still at thinking, Fordham. Okay. And I'm like, okay, let me help. And we're going through this massive course catalog. God, I got this. And I see a class that says sketch comedy. Yeah. And I go, there is a class on sketch comedy. And he's like, I can't take that because I'm like yeah. art student. Not a 400 level um, film major. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> and that was when I started thinking, like, I I would love to go to Michigan and take that class. Yeah. 
And that was a huge, I was like, my parents would ask me, and I'd be like, when I go there, I can take the sketch comedy class. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? And my dad, he's a huge <laughs> comedy guy. So he was like, that is kind of awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> That's and sick. so I, dads are the best. I know. I, so I, they were like, if you don't involve us at all <gasps> in this process of nice. transferring, like, we don't want to hear about it. You can, like you can tell us you can tell us if you need keep like, us updated yeah like if you get in yeah, whatever we want if you, you to be need, like fast we want to be stuff, happy for you yeah but like we are not i'm fucking tired of it we're not like do this goddamn shit every you. year yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> and so i applied to michigan i applied to ut austin nice hook them horns hook them texas um, is back by the way you texas see hey ariel did you see that ariel's not a football guy yeah he also did this Texas beat Alabama that last it's weekend. This. It's this. It's it's, it's this. There is a kid in my school who's like crazy Texas fan. I used to show him the merch you know, did. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. Enough of we'll you. Forget it. We'll forget <laughs> it. <laughs> You're not mic'd up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> UT Austin and Michigan. Right. And then I got into Michigan and I got into UT Austin. And I was like, it's going to be Michigan. Yeah. It's, and at the end of the day, it's Michigan. Uh, right. It's the greatest university in the world. <laughs> Yes. So, yes, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So I gotta I, get the fight song on here. <laughs> <you do. laughs> I transferred and I started Get in January. seamlessly. We're we're they're like we're yeah. happy to have you. Yeah. Fuck I got the in the bullshit like two from weeks last after time. I sent in that nice. transfer application. It was quick. Nice. Was, I was like got it so fast, I was like, oh they're gonna they projected me so fast. <laughs> nice. I got in and I did like all the um like orientation stuff all online. Um, they have like a huge like transfer connections. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. But it's like mm-hmm. transfer students are like in cohorts. So I was like, oh, like I'll meet people. I'll have structure. Um, all my classes were still online, but I moved in. Still COVID. I took over sublease. Oh, January so you didn't have to move into Northwood. Uh-uh. Nice. That's huge. Yeah. So Where'd I, you live? I was foundry lofts. Mm, neighbors with, uh, he lived there. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, Soon to be friend of the show. Yeah. Current enemy. I'd love of the to talk show. to him about it though because you won't. I, <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he didn't like um, it. Um it, it was just a lot of money for a place that's very cheaply Shit, made. Yeah. Um but yeah, I took over Sudley, so I was living nice. with like two girls who were freshmen who'd been kicked off campus the oh, semester yeah, before, nice. and then another junior, and like just kind of kept to myself, chill. Chill gang. Just chill. Um just kept to myself. My my boyfriend at that time had his own apartment, so like I would spend a lot of time over there. Um, I was just doing my classes online. I started working at um, Zingerman's. Got it. And uh, you know we love Zingerman's. I'm not gonna hit the. Right. I don't really feel like leaning up again to hit the buttons. Right. One of the best right. out. Well, which button was it? It's the second one down on the left. This one. Yeah. Yeah, we love Zingerman's. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. that awesome. I'm gonna start doing that shit. Um, <laughs> Make sure nobody else ever wants to touch the board again. Um, yeah, so working there, made a lot of friends with coworkers. Nice. Uh, and this is junior. This is junior. junior year. Then spent that summer after my junior year, going into senior year. I spent the whole summer in Ann Arbor working, yeah. made more friends, and then come August, your like, senior year of 2021, my senior year. This is where I start to really this get engaged where, because I finally in. get to come into the story. Uh, we start sketch comedy with Terry Saris. 403 sketch comedy, Terry Saris. And we're also in, uh, at the time, 
the crowd's fucking jacked up for Terry. And you can't cut them uh, off right. when they're that right. jacked up for Terry. Women's for Terry, Because she's the best. Yeah. Uh, at the time, we're also in uh, FTVM 310. That is true. Feature screenwriting. Yes. Although, again, everyone's masked up, and that's a bigger class. Right. So we don't really we don't interact, interact in that class a lot at all. There, and I also, I'm not a feature... Sure, yeah, Street. neither would I'm I. Like, I don't love writing a feature. You just got to do um, it. Um, And Sketch was like, yeah. that was my class. And I wrote like a whole, like, you know, you got to write an email. Yeah. The, the sketch comedy heads know. You got to write an email S- to Terry. Sketch heads know. The sketch heads know. <laughs> you got to write an email to Terry to be like, I want to be in this class. Here's why I should be in rice. here. Yeah. And I wrote this email. say rice? Rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new thing. Got it. <laughs> uh, I wrote this email to Terry being like, I transferred. Here. Twice. Yeah, for you. I've been around the country for you. I was like, wow, thinking maybe I should transfer. I see sketch comedy as a class I can take, and I transferred for you. And she probably liked that. And I think she did, and so I, I got into that class. So you get in there, and I want to... Terry Saris and Mary Ferris. That was... I had a lot of fun with that. I think I found that out, like, day three or four, mm-hmm. and I think I was saying that for four hours right. straight. Oh, uh, yeah, Mary Ferris Naris and Terry Saris. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun here. <laughs> One of the worst bits ever that I ran into the <laughs> great ground. Bit, great bit. <laughs> um, I want to know, uh, we should also say, and don't even look at him, but Ariel Berman was in the class as well. Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to I want to know, uh, do you remember your first impression of me? I'm going to be honest, I kind of don't. Wow. <laughs> almost the worst I answer. I remember. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> here's the thing i was like so nervous because it was like interesting the first like it was one of the first classes i was even having in person Mm -hmm. at michigan Mm -hmm. i was like can i even find the building the room Mm -hmm. which like none of you were facing that problem right like and north quad is a bit of a maze right and i was like so nervous about just finding the right room and like (laughs) having people like me um and also so everyone that's kind of keeping to myself and yeah. I was like, they have to think I'm funny at some right. point. Though. I'm going to make a joke. Yeah. Well, and also everyone came into class and like and pretty much everyone each knew each other. Yeah. yeah that's so tough. they're like, who are you? Yeah. And I'm like, I transferred. Um, I remember you didn't tell me that because I didn't find out you were a transfer student until uh, like another at least semester until wow. we were in Oliver's class. That's crazy. And until yeah. we were into four. Uh, four what or, was your first impression of Mary? Yeah. My first impression of Thank Mary. Uh was whoa girl in the class <laughs> no. you go. whoa 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 there's three of them uh no there frankly, were five there well were here's five the girls. thing is it took um uh because we didn't because i had we were in 310 together so i knew your name because i was big on to especially at that point going back to in person trolling those rosters seeing who's in class That's crazy. And i think i, saw, I did tro- i think i did know like He's, we're in the same class Yeah, together. so I saw Mary Nearhouse, Mary Nearhouse, I know we're in both of those classes together, but we didn't, uh, I also was nervous going into the 403 room because I knew Jake Primack, I knew Ben Servita, Ariel Inesh, I knew those guys, but I, that, that was about the end of the list. I didn't know Andrew Armstrong at the time at no, all. No, the only had person never I met knew, him. didn't even really know, but had had a class with before. Was? Griffin. Griffin Jane. <laughs> I didn't really know Griffin, but we were in a student org freshman year. Right. Like, I didn't know him. Right. But I didn't, like, everybody else was pretty much a complete stranger to me. So I think I was, uh, I mean, I'm sure I wasn't shy. I'm sure I said, like, fucking stupid shit. Can I I be honest? Yeah. Please. It was, I was more 
focused on making sure the girls thought I was like funny and cool and a yeah. girl's girl than like making sure that like I was like the guys yeah. are gonna like either get it or they're not gonna get it <laughs> but the girls like I want like Lara yeah. on my side right like well that was yeah so scary. I was like more focused on making sure that like I was like for the girls. Well, I think all the guys like were probably trying to do that too, but yeah. it <laughs> didn't work. Uh, but I think until it took until we were actually on a set together for me to really be like, and I think it would have been America's Shortest Shafts right. was when the first time that which was a bonding experience. Yeah, for a lot of us because we were in a fucking stuffy bathroom we a, and it was cold outside, so you had the outside. choice of bathroom smells bathroom air and smells or freezing cold outside yeah. and it was warm in the bathroom yeah. don't want to know why but it was and and <laughs> that was a it was a long it was an early set and it was kind of a long set but it was i had a lot of fun on that um do you want to maybe describe the concept of america sh- <laughs> of america's shortest shafts i was gonna just say it was written by uh and it was um, sort of a take. <laughs> it was sort of a spin <laughs> on a game show. Right. Um, and it, it combined aspects of game show and man on the street where they sent this uh, Alex Trebek type out into the wild to find uh, a, a man with the shortest penis in America. Hmm. And I played said man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I played I played the hottest girl the hottest in my class in, 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 class. in school in, bi- in biology my bad so you didn't actually go out into the world and ask well no, no. they found me no 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 I was already no, there it was a sketch yeah. it was not okay. it was not approaching people not a in a bathroom not a man not yeah not a uh, um, yeah it was it was shot like one but that would have been the first time I do remember and actually Ryan Duggan that would have been your first experience with Ryan Duggan too, right? Is he the, is he the bleeping? I'm not bleeping Duggan. Okay. But uh, he is. He lives here. Mm-hmm. We live with Ryan. I and don't, he, but you do. He lives with me in this space that we occupy currently. And uh, that would have also been like my first time really hanging out with Ryan. And you and he played the coolest guy in school. Mm-hmm. You played the cutest girl in biology yeah. class. And I uh, cried in front of you. Right, and had you a got small very embarrassed penis. because of your small penis. Because of, my, and because of the I shortest. Went, it ends with Duggan saying, "Do you want to go get dinner?" And I, yeah. go, I would love to. Yeah, it was very. Right. And honestly, I thought it was very funny. It was. It was. It's very funny. And right, and I was endeared to you then. Right, and, and then, then take we, it away. Should we talk about Please. our our sketch? Let's. Us. We. I think we have to. So, friend of the show, Lara. Lara Green. I'm kind of killing the air horn. Um, she wrote. That's she wrote a fun a sketch. one for Laura. I like that. She wrote a sketch called Elote. Great. And it was about a couple getting ha- on like a first date. It was like together. a it was like a hinge date type yeah, sit. Yeah. Or no, a, a mutual friend hooked them right, up. Right, right. Yeah. But first date at a restaurant, and the the point of the restaurant is that everything is on a taco. Everything yeah. comes as a taco. <laughs> and uh, I believe it's based a little on a true story. Not yes, a lot, it but was. like conceptually. Yes. Um, and I am kind of a I'm kind of a bitch. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not nice to the wait staff. I'm like not You got some crazy I'm ideas. I'm not really nice to you. <laughs> I'm all about me. And I order the street corn. Yeah. And I say I want three orders of street corn. Yeah. 
And the you waiter, want three elotes. <laughs> yeah, the waiter goes, are you sure you want three? And I go, I know what I want. Yeah. I have a whole moment where I stand up in the restaurant. And I go, did you ask him yeah. what he wanted? Maybe I'll splice in some of the yeah. sketch here. That would be kind of fun. Um, uh, um, and I will do the street corn. It just sounds so good. Uh, is that vegetarian? Yeah, of course. Uh, great. Um, then, yeah, I'll do the street corn. I'll have three of those. I'm sorry? Um, the street corn? Three? You want three orders? Yeah. Okay, no, it's just that the thing about the street corn is that uh, they're... Um, I'm sorry. I said I wanted three. I mean, you didn't even flinch when he said he wanted three tacos. Y you didn't even raise one eyebrow. No, I'm just saying... Uh, uh you're just saying that I don't know what I want? Um... Yeah, and I kind of am taking your side. I'm trying right, to. Right, but you're like... trying to be nice to the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really kind I of do, a fun I dynamic. At a certain point, there's a, there's a point where I go, what is like, what is wrong with the wait staff here? And yeah. you go, everyone's short staffed. Yeah, short staffed right now, you know, COVID. <laughs> um, I, where's mine? God, we're service well, these days. Yeah, right? Everyone's like understaffed. <laughs> really, oh, there we go. Be right back. Yeah, the huge bit is that uh, three, one order of the street corn is three pieces of cobs, corn. Cobs, yeah, of corn. cobs of corn. Yeah, cobs of corn. So nine So you get nine total, cobs. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun for me to eat a bunch yeah. of corn. Well, I just thought it was like so funny to me that the whole, like, uh, Nick Swihart, we should also shout out, mm -hmm. playing the waiter, uh, brilliant comic mind. Uh, the payoff of the whole sketch, like, making a whole sketch where the punchline is like nine cobs of corn on a plate. I just thought was like really funny and awesome. Uh, and, and I thought it was executed to perfection, but it did mean that you had to, I had to eat. And it was like, Laura graciously, like actually prepared like the corn on the cob to the point of like boiling it. Yeah. Perfection. She cooked it and she, she, cooked she, it. she had, she dressed it with like street corn with, sauce. Yeah. With, <laughs> with some sauce. Um, but it was all cold. It had yeah. been in the fridge for it was. It's a long shoot. Cold. Yeah, it was a long shoot. I'm also not like the world's biggest corn fan. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, in addition to things, they're actually coming on the show next week. The world's <laughs> biggest corn fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I do not love corn on the yeah, cob. Yeah, sure. Uh, especially when it's like ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> when it's freezing. So I had to eat. So, so you're chowing through cops, Chowing through cops, throwing it behind me. Laura's yeah. like hiding behind me, catching. This. That was one of the coolest pieces of student film producing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Laura on the ground catching mutilated cobs of corn from your yeah. tossing. That was amazing. Yeah. And then I get to do like at the end, like take a drink of water, and it's like running down my face. <laughs> <laughs> bits of corn and shit and then and then i go so yours are mine <laughs> <laughs> hard cut to black um uh, a tremendous sketch and we'll fucking uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and and i will say my parents i wrote a sketch yeah i was in numerous other sketches i was in yeah. my own sketch you wrote Dinner party. Dinner party. That's right. Um, and still my parents, like, when I think of that class, mm -hmm. when I tell them any of my friends were in sketch class, they always were like, Elote? 
Like they're obsessed. It's my sister's favorite sketch they as well. They love that one. They love to bring it up. And my mom actually met you for the first time yeah. here in mm-hmm. LA. And it was like after we'd all been hanging out, I go back to like this hotel room with my mom and she was like, Oh, those friends are nice. Were any of them in your sketch class? And I was like, Yes, Ariel and and Hunter. And she was like, Were any of them in the Elote sketch? I don't think so. And I was like, Oh no, no. I was a little hurt by that. I know. I was like, you don't, you didn't recognize Hunter. Did I look that marginally different in LA versus I, I, my I, my I hair think, was a I lot think she shorter. She hadn't watched the yeah. sketch. In a she needed while. a refresher. Um, but I was like, Hunter, Hunter was the yeah. other guy, and she's like, oh my god, I I like thought he seemed like I, I kind of recognized him a little. Um, I should have busted out so some they, lines. Yeah, they loved that sketch. That's awesome. Yeah, and then that was kind of we didn't. Uh, what else were we in together? We were in um, um, for sketches. Yeah. You weren't in dinner party. I was on crew in dinner party. Oh yeah, that was a tough shoot. Tough shoot. Long shoot. A uh, lot of cases of the giggles. It was a late night. A Ryan, Duggan's grandma's house. Right. Shout and out. then we went. Then we went to Einish's basement, <laughs> and we did get very, very drunk. Did we, we get had fireworks. Oh, that was that. Was that, that was a, that was a crazy over night. Over fireworks, the cops came, and we had to be like, "Yes, someone was setting off." Fireworks. We don't know who the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> but I feel like we were all. Did we not? We were not. I did not make it to eulogy. Uh, What else, dude? What what else was there? We won't spend too much time on it, but I feel like... Just to interject about the cops, they came and just took his ass. You guys heard gunshots? (laughs) (laughs) Me and Irish went, yeah, they get that way. (laughs) 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 Do you remember any other sketches that we could have been in? No, you weren't. That's That's it? Yeah, well, we we will get to that. Um, uh, Yeah, that must have been it. But I'm just... um, I feel like there was something else where we were just like kind of hanging out in the background of one together. But I don't know what that would have been. We did have great like ad-libbed lines for Elote. We had a lot of fun. I no, w- uh, he wasn't at Eulogy. I didn't make it to Eulogy. That must have been it then. Um, yeah, I think that was it. You weren't yeah. in Rosebud? No, I wasn't even asked. <sighs> I got to hear a lot about how tough it was to find a female actress for Rosebud who was funny. And I was like, oh, that's, that's crazy because I didn't get asked at all. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that that's really tough for you. Uh, well, what about the um? We were in the uh, traffic safety PSA one together. Yeah, I mean, just dancing. Um, and then also the fifteen dollars. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. That was a nice thing. Um, this is very niche stuff. Yeah. I just like I'm sorry for grinding yeah, all everyone, of our momentum. Yeah, everyone, everyone check out um, Open Stomach Global on YouTube. I do think it's worth a watch. I think it's fun I think stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll keep moving forward. That was sketch. That was fun. Sketch was great. And then we kind great. of get out of that right into a little TV writer's room. Right. And I'd love to throw out at this point, I've now broken up with a boyfriend who like kind of got me to consider Michigan. Yeah. And Ariel loves to take credit for that because That's we crazy. were at on set for dinner party. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It was blah, a big blah, blah. topic of discussion on set. Because, I remember that. Because, and I... I don't think he'll really watch this. I don't um, think so. I'm not naming him. I would love for him to watch it. Um, (laughs) That'd be crazy. (laughs) Uh, But I was leaving work one time and I asked a friend if they could drive me to his place because he lived on North Campus. And I was like, I'd love to not have to take the bus. Like the buses that you loved at one point. (laughs) But it was COVID buses. So instead of where I could take one bus, Bursley Bates, I had to take like campus connector, then take like the Bursley Bates loop. And it was just ridiculous. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that. And so I asked a friend if she could just drop me off like right at his door. And she was like, yes, I just have to get gas before. So we're at the gas station. We're pulling out, going pretty slow. 
she's trying to make a right, and there's a bus coming down. It's an Ann Arbor like city bus, and she just kind of hits the bus. Not really that hard, but it's enough to be like, oh shit, we hit a bus. It's an accident, and it's a city bus. We gotta stop. We are not. You're not leaving. You're not just like shaking hands with the guy. I'm not getting out of there. Like, <laughs> there's other forces they're at calling, play here. They're calling. Yeah. Like, the cops have to come, and the, then also yeah. people from like the city have to come and like get like statements from the bus driver. And I call my boyfriend. I'm like, hey, we just got in a car. Well, and you had dinner plans that night. We, we had dinner say. plans. He was making pasta. He was very excited that I was going to come over and come over like really quickly after work. Mm-hmm. Be um, right there be, for dinner. Yeah, that he was. That he was slaving, slaving over, over in the kitchen, um, yeah. which was new for him because usually I did that. Because and because usually um, his his family had right <laughs> land. <laughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> so you were supposed to get there quick because he was working really hard on dinner. Yeah. Um, and so I call him and I say I'm going to be late because mm-hmm. we just got in a car accident. And which should be and yeah. What would your reaction be if someone called you? Oh my God, are you okay? Okay, so that was not what happened. <laughs> And maybe I'm misremembering a little to give him a little credit. Like maybe that was like something that initially got said but got moved past very quickly. Well, it was really <laughs> right. It was very abrupt. <laughs> it was because then over. it became like, well, when are you going to get here? Like you know, I'm making dinner. Then yeah. it's going to get cold. How am I supposed yeah. to keep dinner? It's warm? off the stove. Do you, do you know how I should keep it warm? You know, I was making dinner for you. Like how late are you going to be? And we should say the dinner was spaghetti. Yeah, it was like pasta. <laughs> spaghetti. Um, <laughs> uh, Microwave bubble. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Was, like, was, like, Really <laughs> concerned about how to keep it like warm and i was yeah. like i'll eat cold pasta it's just I'm in a car accident, yeah it's bitch. just like spaghetti and like, i have like have like a friend who's like you know no one's hurt but you it's scary it's scary yeah, it's and scary. she's freaking out and i'm like i need to hang up and like be here for her yeah. and also you made spaghetti i don't know why yeah. i get so caught up on that but it's like that's one of the easiest things yeah. to make and, <laughs> that's crazy and to was, me and then like he proceeded to call me like seven more times and i had to just like and like text me and i had to like send him to voicemail because i was like i'm i can't deal with you right now I have other bigger problems right now. Yeah. Like have to give a statement to the cops because I'm like in mm-hmm. the car. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a whole thing. Was there uh would you say there was gaslighting occurring at all or, or no? Just um, kind of um not not really. Although once I got to his apartment and I think I'd snapped at him at a certain point being like, Okay. I'm sure you did. I, like I am in a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yeah. And so I show up to the apartment and he has like I mean, part of the reason he was, like, so stressed was, like, he had tried to make it, like, a big night where he, like, made dinner. and then, Candles? Like, had, like, yeah. Rose no, like, petals? Like, but, like, he had, Flowers. like, gotten, like, I loved Kit Kats. I love oh. Kit Kats. If any of the fans out there were sending Kit Kats. Oh, they're not um, going to. I have a to. PO box. <laughs> Actually, know. one or two of them are. <laughs> <laughs> I got some weirdos that listen. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, but he had, like, put Kit Kats, like, all around. Fun size? Yeah. Nice. Well, all nice. around, like, his apartment. He was, Tasty like, I, like, treats. and, like, wrote me, like, a note or something like that. Um, I was like, I love you. And yeah, and I was just like, oh, and it like kept me <laughs> thinking like maybe it wasn't that bad yeah. for a while. But then at dinner party night, which was a couple weeks yeah. later, maybe even a week later, I was like telling people about it. And Aria was like, what well, it was are an you interesting doing? because because well, Priya was there. But other than that, it was like five dudes. Yeah. Unqualified to give you relationship advice, <laughs> but still I'd be OK. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were an okay, my my <laughs> bad, Ariel. By the way, you're not on mic. No. <laughs> uh, Unqualified to give advice on like like how to handle a man in a situation in a relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, and okay, let's take our let's say Ariel did have grounds to give relationship advice. The other guys there were as far from that. I mean, as it you was just be. like it was just dudes. It was me, Jake, Andrew, yeah. and Inesh. We were right. and we were all like, 
that dude sounds like yeah, he fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> you should break up and with that guy. And then it took like three more, it took like three, three breakup attempts before it finally like Stock. stopped like, a couple months later. And then like we remained friends um, for the rest of yeah. college. And now I, I believe I'm blocked. Yeah. I don't know what that really well, is about, but. but and that, don't you think that's kind of for the best though? I do. I do. I don't, I really don't think about him at all yeah. except to like talk about this because it's so funny. Probably not even against you to be blocking. It's probably more just like a self thing. You like yeah. move past right, it. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and there's I believe there's a new girlfriend involved, so that wow. could be, that oh. could be part wow. of it. Wow. He didn't want you to get jealous. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 he was really looking out on that aspect. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that was like dinner party night was me being like, guys, I don't I don't know. Like this is this was a lot. Was I overreacting by being mad about it? Um, and, and the general consensus is that I was underreacting by still being in a relationship. I do think we were all justified in being like, that's a really crazy way for your to respond to your girlfriend getting into a car accident with a bus, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. We were like, that's insane. I do understand because there was, he was maybe a little, he seemed like there was something where he kind of was like, well, are all the guys that you're hanging out with telling you to break up with me? Was right. Am I misremembering that or did that kind of uh, happen? I think a little, yeah. I, think I understood that. that angle yeah. a little yeah. bit, you know? But right. ultimately, we all thought time to move it was, it forward. Was, it was time. Look, this guy had a hand in bringing you to Michigan, right. and which it we're is, all thankful for. It makes for. my story like a little bit better to be like, Yes, I had the boyfriend, and that was, like, why Michigan ended up being the place yeah. I ended up at, but, like, we broke it up. didn't keep me here. It was yeah. not. It was, like, yeah. like I feel like a lot of that, like, the parents love to be like, well, what if you guys break up, and you just went to college for him? And I was like, well, I'm not going to college for him. Yeah. But also, we broke up, and it was fine. And yeah. it was honestly, also like, better. Like, I had all my sketch friends. I had my work friends. You had friends, friends now. That's like, huge, yeah. It was, it ended up being, like, for the best, for sure. And I would say for both of us. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get him on the show to really uh, call yeah. him. <laughs> uh, so let's you know we we're in another class together. We write uh we both write an episode of Ted Lasso. With all great episodes, great episodes, great episodes. Um, you know I don't have much I want to say. You know who else wrote Ted Lasso? Uh, it's gonna be weird when 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 either of those two guys come on the show. I don't know how I'm gonna address that but we don't have to talk oh, about them great. i mean we haven't even mentioned the other one the yet. other one and we won't well we, we could because i actually haven't talked about 9-11 yet i mean we've talked about 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> we should talk well we'll talk about it for a second just to say uh for we, me for me it was yeah. i get can you have the button ready yes i get a text from and he is saying me and are shooting a sketch and we would love for you to be in it the plot is kind of crazy and he sends me the plot and for me i was just so happy to have been asked like i was like you thought i was funny enough that outside of our sketch comedy class you would bring me back you would like me to be in a sketch and i will say this is uh and i like to think that i'm saying it in an unbiased fashion like one of the funniest sketches that i've seen like besides the fact that it's a student sketch like even knowing that that when the first time i saw it like laughed until i almost cried it was so and much fun to, to film yeah. it and i thought it was a really like funny idea my parents have still not seen it but really no because of the, I, was, I was like i'm gonna wait i'm not gonna like be like watch my 9-11 sketch and now like too much time wow 
Yeah. Send what if I send him to today, right now? Right now on air. On air. Do you want to call in your parents to the show? No, they're busy. They're working. And my dad's they called me jobs. like twice today because I got my car registered. Nice. So um, we won't talk any more about it. Just say, uh, I need to be held, uh, 9-11, season, season one, just really awesome stuff. Um, we breeze through the rest of that semester and you graduate college. By the skin of my teeth, honestly. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was close call, yeah, it was right? A close call, but I did it. There were some emails sent some out. Emails some were begging. Some, <laughs> some exams some missed. <laughs> Why? And then made up. Why were they missed? Uh, because I had undiagnosed ADHD at that point, Got and so it. I did not have my dates right at all. Got it. Um, and also I was like going through a breakup. I was taking like it was very stressful. Eighteen time. credits my senior year, which is, like, yeah. And I've always been um one of my biggest personality flaws and don't pile on here by the way <laughs> katie i would never <laughs> katie too kind. i'm bad at deal like when people uh come to me with like really sad or stressful things my first gut instinctual reaction was i was like whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's no, crazy. and <laughs> so like uh i remember you being in like um a very you know it was i totally understood the stress of the situation that you were in and we were planning this project and i remember you just totally freaking out and i was just kind of be like oh, oh yeah good luck but it all worked out for the best it all worked out we graduated like literally two days before graduation <sighs> got the emails like all right I'm right under the wire you. and i was like perfect um and then yeah we graduated and then there was we had kind of by that point um it felt like uh i was becoming closer with the people uh the film people a year above me so right. you right. ariel priya dandamudi Ines shintre um who am i forgetting there mary mary hep andrew armstrong oh ryan that duggan guy. I was getting closer with this group, which I knew in the back of my head, all of these people were going to fucking leave and I would be here. But Ariel came to me and said, hey, man, before we all leave, I want to do one last project uh, with everyone in Ann Arbor, blood relatives. Um, and he cast me and you as the co-leads. Yes. And uh, what do you have to say about that? awesome. It and was, what do you think about that? <laughs> it was awesome. It was, it was, it was, I have fun acting for, with Well, you. I was in Ann Arbor for the summer and it was nice to know, like, I didn't have to say goodbye to everyone at graduation. Mm -hmm. Like there was going to be some future event where we'd all get together and we'd still get to work together. Um, and that was exciting. Um, but I did spend a lot of the summer before <laughs> that. Okay. Awesome. Better in the mic in my face. Mm -hmm. Hunter has a huge habit of burping in my face. <laughs> I'm glad you said habit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's happened get multiple times. But I spent, we shot in July. So I spent May and June and like the beginning of July in an apartment that had no AC. Yeah. Hot. Knowing that we were shooting. Humid Michigan summer. In my Hot. apartment yeah. with no AC. And I was like getting very stressed. I was like, guys, there's not going to be AC. There's going to be not only... The two of us, our director, but like we have lights, Hot we, lights. and we can't have like I would have box fans. That was like the only way to even keep mm -hmm. it like semi okay, like just like tolerable. Yeah, but they could not be on while filming. Right. So bad sound. It was yeah. It was just 
torturous in there and you had a worse time than I did. Like it was hot for everyone, but Hunter The project will be coming out shortly, yes? End of the year it'll be out. End of the year it'll be done. So we'll have it for you guys soon. But I will say for probably eighty five to to ninety percent of the shoot, I was wearing uh, a white t shirt uh, covered in fake blood. Um, and the fake blood was corn syrup, chocolate syrup, and red food dye. Yeah, it was homemade fake blood, yes. which I have shout to imagine. Shout out Mary Hep. Uh, I have to imagine it was m- stickier than real fake blood, and it certainly smelled. Smelled awful. You would think it wouldn't, <sighs> but it smelled so bad. I'm thinking about it right now, yeah. dude. Because cause it wasn't, because it's, here's the thing. Chocolate syrup, when you put that on an ice cream sundae, that smells pretty good. You know, chocolate syrup on, uh, you know, maybe a banana or something. That's fun. Chocolate syrup uh, combined with body odor and sweat (laughs) in a 90 degree humid day when you're sweating. Give like a three word description. Of the smell or just Mm -hmm. the feeling? The smell, I would say. Oh, that's a great question. Um, It smelled like uh, hot, melted. And this is two. It's going to be. Hot melted, I want to say ki- Hershey's Kisses. Hot melted kisses was whenever I caught but like, a whiff. But like it was like sweet body odor too. Have you ever have you ever left have you ever left like candy in a car too long? Not a big no, candy I'm girl. No, I'm super neat. I would never do that. Also allergic to chocolate. Coming from someone who left chocolate covered cherries in her car. <laughs> yeah, not for me. <laughs> who are they for? Uh, my old boss yeah. here. He really yeah. likes chocolate. Allergic to chocolate. So I, I can guess what You know what like. the smell would kind of be like. Yeah. And then it was that mixed with my, and I don't want to say body odor, but I'll say natural musk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But all right. honestly, the smell, I don't think, the smell I think only really bothered me because yeah, I, I was smell, the only one yeah, catching whiffs like, of it. It was like, the stickiness was just like, That was so by bad. far the worst part yeah. is that the whole front of my shirt stuck to my body yeah and it very quickly hardened into uh and we were working uh, an armor of sorts yeah we were working with um <laughs> we had mics that we had lav, not, lav yeah, mics our yeah lav mics did not like they didn't react well well first of all they didn't like that the stickiness but they also just didn't like how much we were sweating like we yeah. had to retape yeah. a million times just because the gaff tape so was not sticking that tape was just coming off so to much. our yeah. Bodies. Was, yeah. <laughs> Our sweaty, Our sweaty, sweaty figures. <laughs> um, but then, lucky us, we did like a full day and like an afternoon shooting in my apartment. Yeah. And then we moved to Einish's basement, which yeah. was air conditioned. That was nice. And I had a lot of fun because that was when I got to fill a spray bottle full of the fake blood and spray it on your face yeah. off camera. And that, and I will say, definitely better than the muggy heat. But also a different uncomfortable sensation to be cold from right, from the right. from the sticky solution. Um, and then we also got to use breakaway glass. That was the most fun awesome. I had. That if you ever the have the chance, break some do breakaway it. bottles. It, it's as ab- it's as fun as it looks, and it looks right. really fun. Although it's probably a not. Bottle. Just the prop glass bottles that just, just shatter, sh- shatter really easily. Oh, it was like sugar. Was it sugar glass? Yeah, it's no. sugar glass. I mean, I'm sure you could cut yourself if you really tried, but yeah, it is sure. Like it would break, yeah, and then like it would stay it. like as like a shard on like the neck of the bottle. So it was probably it could be that they could cut you, but 
I mean, this was not sanctioned. No injuries. Not university. This was a. This was an independent production. Independent. So okay, we did not have a safety coordinator at all. But and probably worse, the you got hit like on the top of the head, which is probably not awesome, but it's fine. Jake's Jake. Jake got hit like multiple. Like we we almost ran out of bottles. Three times. Yeah. Just like side of the neck. And I hit him hard. Almost. I think you hit the ear. I felt I hit him right in the ear. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It's his own fault. That's funny because, like, almost exact, a little less than a year later, we filmed another sketch where the writer, Morgan Kovaleski, uh, called for me to smack Jake in the face. And Jake was like, just do it. So it was like two years in a row where I just got to hit Jake yeah. as hard as I yeah. could with my hand and a bottle. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's a trooper for Satisfying, that. Satisfying. He's an absolute sure. trooper for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> And I had fun doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had fun doing it. But yeah, we so we got to I had a lot of fun spraying you with blood. Yeah. Um, that was a fun day. And then set. our last our last um day, we were both covered in the blood. Yes. And it was my first time being like covered. Yeah. So stupid. And we were outside. We were outside. We had like there were bugs. Oh, they, they were they were swarming, that. dude. They, they were swarming. It. And then we were also outside wearing the arboretum and uh Randos. There was a but no, are you forgetting there was like a, a long period of time, like 20 minutes of like a helicopter, like a life flight trying to that. land at the hospital yeah. for like forever. Yeah. And we just had to keep holding and holding. And that sucked. We actually recorded the whole thing and you guys are doing bits the entire time. We're <laughs> definitely doing bits. What did you expect? Thing about who, us, who'd you cast? Bits. Who'd you cast? Um, but then it was awesome because after we finished that, we just got in the river. Right into the river. And the one thing that I didn't know about food coloring with corn syrup and chocolate syrup is that if you get in the river, it will just wash right off. Yeah. One of the best, like, I remember that feeling, like, vivid, like, one of the best feelings yeah. I've ever felt. Physical sensations, yes. dude. Getting the sticky, oh, I, it's, it was awesome. I, I was <laughs> it was this awesome. Is, this is, like, what your ancestors feel like. Yeah. Getting it <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then, yeah, and then we had to say our goodbyes for the year. Yeah, then I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll see you guys later. Um, and, you know, the, sh- the short will be out soon. You guys can watch it soon. Uh, but let's fucking keep, let's keep on chugging. We're at, a, we're at an hour and a half. Oh, wow. I feel like it's been like three hours. So that's hour and a half is impressive. I think mean, I think no. that's a mean thing <laughs> no, to say. No, I feel like I've just been talking for a really long time. Like, I'm like, should I shut up? Nah, nah, no, no, no. Uh, um, no, so, so after that, so I'd, I'd spent that summer um, planning with, with, yes, in Ann Arbor, planning with um, Ariel and Mary Hep and Einish to move to L.A. last summer. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a very stressful time. I had, like, no savings, no money. Einish dropped out pretty early, uh, and I held on far, far longer than I should have. <laughs> and I ended up dropping out one week before we had plans to move out there. <laughs> <laughs> but and and this is awkward with Ariel here because I know he's pissed about it, and it was like it was a bad move, Legendary but also move. like it would have been way worse if I was out there as a broke roommate. Yeah, um, with a bum knee. With a bum knee. Add. So that that was where I was at. Was that it was a week out, and I called my parents who had COVID for the first time. They had COVID, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I have no money. I'm supposed to move out there in like a week and a half. And I don't even, like, if I pay for, like, this U-Haul, because we were going to, like, rent a U-Haul and move a bunch of our stuff across the country, 
So if I pay for this U-Haul, I basically will have no money, but I still have to pay rent. And we'd been, like, denied an application. So I was like, I don't even think they, like, like they don't think we can afford these places. We're not going to get a house. We're not going to get an apartment. I can barely afford to, like, move my stuff over there. I don't have a job lined up. And then I had this knee problem. And I was going to go home for a week and then come back to Ann Arbor, pack all my stuff up, and move. And in the time that I was going to go home, I was going to meet with my surgeon that I had. Orthopedic. My orthopedic (coughs) surgeon, sports medicine I know cool words like that. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, And I'd been having knee problems, like, since before the pandemic, and no one really knows how they started. And I'd gotten my knee drained and, like, cortisone shot, and he told me, and I'd done, like, yeah. physical therapy yeah, PT. you don't need to ask about it guys um well i i'm curious what, what the diagnosis was there is none no one knows what Jesus. it is i'd gotten an mri an x-ray no tears um and he was like Damn. he was like if this i got the drain and the cortisone shot in may and he's like this doesn't work we're looking at surgery not even for any like just to open it up and see it, what's just, in we there we just want to look yeah um scope it and i was like okay he's like it's a really simple surgery like yeah. it's outpatient you can Open, people walk out yeah. the same day like it's totally fine and i was like okay cool but i had this idea in my head that i could go home and schedule a meeting with him and be like it didn't work let's do surgery and manage to get a surgery and be walk out and then be able to move across the country the next week crazy idea which is an insane idea um and my parents essentially told me that and they said you have no money you're you want to get the surgery like you need to get the surgery mm-hmm. you you can't move so i had to have a very tough phone call and say i'm not i can't do it yeah i just i can't and then i went home and i got the surgery set up and everything and i couldn't even stay with my parents because they had covid so i stayed with my grandma <laughs> and then i canceled my flight back to ann arbor and just got in my mom's car and drove to ann arbor by myself jesus um got pulled over in ohio for speeding <laughs> Ohio, dude. Uh, Worst state ever. Yeah, fuck Ohio. Uh, Then I got to Ann Arbor and I saw my friend. Still recording? Yeah. All right, cool. Sorry. So, yeah, I drive out to Ann Arbor in my mom's car. I saw my friends for like two days, um, like work friends and stuff, and was saying goodbye. And then. I got COVID. I didn't even, I saw my parents outside on the porch, fully masked, six feet apart, got COVID from them. Uh, and then I just was So like, you don't think masks work? <laughs> that's not what I said. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> it was a particularly ferocious sprain. Strain. <laughs> You're on the no. knee still. <laughs> um, and Wait, so I, you got the surgery. So I, I, this was just me driving back to Michigan to pack up my apartment to and come just back sh- for, shove yeah. it all into my mom's car and then move back to Nashville yeah. for an indefinite amount of time. And I did that. I packed up, had COVID. I felt miserable, but I was like, would I rather be miserable in my apartment alone with no AC or be miserable for seven hours driving home and then just be home with my parents? So you got like, in the car. So I just got in the car and I drove. Seven hours, not too bad. It was not. It was not too bad, and I made it home. Um, and I only gave one friend COVID, <laughs> um, and uh, I was still feeling pretty <laughs> miserable for a while. And then I'd gone to like an urgent care in Ann Arbor because I was like, I'm pretty sure this is COVID, but it also feels a lot like strep throat, which I get pretty frequently. They were like, we'll do both tests. Tonsils. Yeah, I know. 
it's tough to get those moves as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's a long recovery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find uh, all those adult tonsil. Yeah, they're tough. Patients. They're tough. Um, that's why you only hear about kids getting it. I got a tonsillectomy. Yeah, they go, oh, I had popsicles for a week. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no adult saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, but I was like, this this is probably strep throat. I would. I was like, I, I just feel like every time it's negative on the rapid test, and then it comes back positive, and I've been miserable for three days for no reason. And they're like, okay, well, we'll give you a prescription for antibiotics, and if the COVID comes back negative, which will happen in like an hour – you can go ahead and fill the prescription because we'll assume it's just a different strain of strep. And I was like, sounds good. I get to the pharmacy, fill the prescription, get my car, have a call that says you have COVID. And I was like, all right, well, fuck the prescription. And so then I just had antibiotics yeah. with me. And then three days after I'm home, I get a call that says, hey, I'm just calling to let you know you have strep. Yeah. Have you been taking the antibiotics? And I was like, babe, no, I tested positive for COVID. So she I, had, uh, the double I, whammy. I, I just did not take the antibiotics. I assumed it was COVID. But it was both double whammy. And then two weeks that later, had my knee surgery. Oh. They didn't really discover anything. They cleaned it out. They took Kay. out a cyst, but he was nice. like, I don't think the cyst was causing was problems. Yeah. Cleaned it out. Uh, no ligament, strainage, damage, anything. Uh-uh. Damn. Um, they took a lot of pictures, though. Had some cool pictures. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, we about? were me moving back. You were back to Nashville. Yeah. So I got this. I got knee surgery. Is that door closed, by the way? The bathroom door closed? Yeah, it should be. Cool. Um, yeah, so I move home. I get knee surgery. Uh, nothing. There's really nothing going on, but I end up doing, like, three months of physical therapy, which um, is just funny looking back that I was like, yeah, I'm going to move out to L.A. a week after a surgery. It'll right. be fine. Um well, this story is um, it's concerning to me right now because, right. and I don't want to just gloss over what you did in Nashville until you came to LA. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to um, posit? I mean, I worked at a bagel shop. Yeah. Uh, had a good time there. Had some good friends. I went to Italy with my nice. mom and my aunt, and my grandmother, and like some other family friends. So you went to Italy, but you didn't visit the motherland. You didn't go to Greece. I didn't go to. We Greece. should say you are I was, Greek. I, I am Greek. Um, no, I went to, I got invited on a new year's trip Nice. that like my grandma's friends invited her on. And my mom, my aunt were like, well, she's not going alone. And then my aunt was like, I don't know if I can go. And my mom was like, I'm not taking care of your grandmother in Italy by myself. So you need to come with me. And then it turned out my aunt could come, but we really did need three people. So all the girls went. It was girls trip. Nice. It was Mamma Mia vibes. Yeah, and we were with, like, another family that also had, like, grandparents, and then a, the, their daughter was friends with my mom and my aunt when they were younger, so, like, they were reunion, and then she had kids, so I had people that I was hanging out with my age. Cool. Any uh, any cuties in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. They're definitely, they're not, they're not watching this. Oh, um, we could send it to them. I don't think I would. Amalfi Coast or Sicily? Uh, No, we were like like Florence. Florence. Little north of Florence. We were kind of more like Siena. Um, Peterson or otherwise? (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. One in, one in. Let's move on uh, to LA. Because eventually. I spent spent basically all my time in Nashville working like full time. Stacking paper, saving cash. Bagel shop. What is your classic bagel order then? 
That's tough. I don't know if it's Stumped classic. Her. So <laughs> I won't go classic. I'll go what I ordered because also um, this bagel shop's like a little crazy. And I am a little <laughs> worried they're well. going to watch this. Um, well, they should. But uh, just like it was it was locally owned, like family owned. So they were very like, you. we want to save as much money as possible. They didn't really seem to get the concept of like to own a restaurant just means you're losing money. Right. Um, so like everything was like scrimped and saved when like that probably wasn't the best decision, but for employees, they're like, you get an employee meal, you get a bagel yeah. every day. Um, but you weren't allowed to get like, we had a bunch of breakfast sandwiches that were like delicious Off and it was like limits. The, the tourists would come in to get those not allowed. Yeah. If I wanted one, I would get 25% off oh. for ordering it on shift. So what's um, your bagel order? So what I would get is I would <laughs> what's go... What's the one bagel you would get? I would go either pumpernickel bagel, so we had those, or spinach everything. Okay. Were cream you cheese? Allowed? Yeah, cream cheese. Yeah, we were, allowed, we were allowed cream cheese, and then we also had like chicken salad and tuna oh, salad, nice. and we were allowed those. Locks? So Any locks? No. Way too expensive. Um, Not a lot of Jews there working. Uh, and uh, they actually were Jewish, the people who were in the shop. Um <laughs> That's oh problem. my god, I'm so Got sorry. It. Keep talking about bagels. Um, Do you put capers on bagels? I I like capers. I'm a I capers was gonna fan. say I've always wanted to try that. My grandma did it a lot, so that's why I did it, and I think it's delicious. But a lot of people seem scared of them. Someone asked me what a caper was one time, and I didn't know. Is it not just like a caper is the thing? It's that's like what a I thought, lagoon. But they were like, so "What is a caper?" And I was like, "How do I explain?" It's like, the, it's like, it's like um, pickled. It's like the it's, it's like turned on. What are you trying to say? Caviar? Yeah, nice lie. Um, <laughs> I was like, where is he? Where are you going yeah. with this? I, I think it's you brought praying mantis in too early. I know I did. I couldn't remember the word for caviar. I was like, this fucking guy. Yeah. Also, we just saw nope. So we just good. saw nope. That's why he's talking about praying mantis. Sure, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, mine's not. Okay, quickly, in one minute, tell us what you've been doing uh, here. Uh, I have been unemployed, so, so unemployed. But Hunter <laughs> and I did stand-up. <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay, okay. I wanna, well, I, I haven't even finished my bagel order. Okay, my bagel. We, yeah, we, we were talking about what a caper is. We were talking about what a caper was. Can we get the fucking bagel? All right, all right, okay, my bagel order. Can we fucking? Pumpernickel, spinach, everything, with chicken salad, arugula, tomato, and onion. Chicken salad, Beautiful. I'm not... I, or I would sub it for garlic, rosemary, cream cheese. The yeah. mayo and chicken salad. The mayo and celery combo and well, chicken salad usually throws me off. That's why you got to find... First of all, it's like so Southern, I can't like not love chicken salad, but yeah. you also have to find your chicken salad right. that that's you Right, that's huge. That's some huge. are like really mayo-y. Some are and, grapes. Uh, yeah, not for me. What about egg salad? Uh, I used to like it as a kid, but now I'm like, I can't Guys. get past how many eggs are What's there. up? Did we just transition into a conversation about salads? All right, let's fucking move let's on. So, unemployment, Los Angeles. Yes. What I wanted to talk about related to knees is uh, one of my favorite things ever is to just go play basketball uh, right. with my friends. And, and I've gotten into that. You, since we've been here, it's unemployed been, life is 3 p.m. basketball. Oh, it's been amazing. Like, to the... The genuine level of just pure unbridled joy I feel by like all of my friends out here wanting to play basketball in the middle of the day has mm-hmm. made me so happy. And you know, not to derail too much, but last night we were playing basketball and you weren't there. I know it mm-hmm. broke my heart. And it was it, it broke I'm my heart. Be, it wasn't it wasn't good. Yeah, do we want to address why Hunter yeah. wasn't there? That's what I was gonna get yeah. to because you know you've talked about. Um, 
I, I've known your knee saga. I've also lived most of my, my entire adult life, I've lived with, with knee problems. I, uh, I used to be a bit of an athlete back in the day. Right. Uh, I was on the ski team and fo- okay. and I think I've talked about this on the podcast as well, but I've fucked up both menisci in each knee. Never really had ligament problems. Right. I had a close friend that had actually Cash Bleasner, the last episode of the show, had uh, tore like every ligament in his knee yeah, and had I, an insane. I mean, I'm rehab. I'm a mystery. All yeah. all I've been told is like I well, have scary. like laxity in my joints. They Ugh. move a lot, but that they're like that wouldn't cause like knee pain like this. So we get to, uh, and so we've been escalating, you know, it started out just two or three of us shooting around, playing horse, playing 21, it grew into two on two, which grew into three on three. Last week, we had our first four on four game. I had a blast. I think everyone had fun. I actually, um, to preface uh, your injury, which I feel like is not spoiling because you do have an ace bandage on. Yeah. Uh, Your ace bandage, by the way. Thank you. It is mine. Um, do you want this back? I was gonna <laughs> no, throw it out. No, I think out. you can keep it. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, I, I in that four and four game, I jammed my finger. Um, I think we have the master shot. You know, right. it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I jammed my finger like really yeah, bad. Hard. One of the worst like, feelings in the world. Uh, yeah, and it, it, I mean, it's been a week. It's still swollen. Yeah. still hurts. Um, probably, probably some slight sprainage in that finger. Yeah. So I had to. I was like. I'm out. I mm-hmm. got it. Like we finished the game, and like people were still kind of hanging around. I was like, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna shower. You left, and if I had any yeah. kind of a brain in my head, that would have ended the hoop session. Right. We all would have gone home happy and healthy, yeah. minus your finger. But then someone had to say, like everyone for themselves. There's seven yeah. of us left, World Cup. and we decide to play 21, which is basically the basketball version of World Cup. Usually, usually optimized with three people. Uh, I've played it with five before. It's a mess. Never done it with seven before. I know why. <laughs> it's insane. And so... Uh, Six if you consider I was standing in the corner the whole time. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, I will say if I was there, it probably still would have been like seven. So, well, we wouldn't have played it if we had an even number of people right. on the court. I go for a rebound. Secure the rebound. So basically, Mary, I think it's your fault, is what he said. That I don't want to. Seems like I don't want to. <laughs> if I'd pin stayed, it, on it you. wouldn't have happened. But also, yeah. I left, and you should have just done it what I did. Yeah, it's whoever absolutely. jammed your finger's fault, right? Which I think was. Oh. I don't know who the fuck you're pointing at. Oh. Double finger sprainage. I, apparently, I sprained Ariel's finger. Light sprain, light sprain. Which light I like because that shows that I was playing. Jammage. I was playing hard. I, I corral this, re- I rip this rebound down. First of all, I don't want to toot my own horn. When do you ever? Mm. I kind you of deserve been, it. I've kind of been dominating these hoops. It, and that's true. No, you can say that. <laughs> I rip this rebound down, feeling good. You and good. Macy. I'm go- Macy Gollar's baller. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it up top to set my shot up. Plant hard with the left leg, whole body stays in place, knee inwards hard, go uh-huh. down immediately, bad. Felt the whole fuck, felt, yeah. you ever feel the inside of your leg? Yeah. Felt everything. And I was terrified, uh, A, because my buddy Cash, who's been on the show, um, 
I have so many memories of he tore his ACL playing basketball on a team. And then for the whole summer after that, we would go out and play pickup and our pickup games got shorter every time because we could only play until his knee gave out, which was, you know, increasingly quicker. So I'm instantly thinking I fucking fucked it. I tore it. And then, you know, after I get through the just I'm so stupid, I'm like, man, dude, Mary fucking got cert like Mary got surgery and fucking had to have all this. So I'm just And it's still a mystery. So I've just been going through this absolute spiral cycle of please to God, may my MCL just be sprained and not torn. So it's been big on the ACE bandage, big on it. We won't belabor the point any further. Exactly. Frozen food has been on my knee almost constantly. I'm elevating. I'm trying to get back. I'm not going to let this injury uh, hamper my play. And I love that it's not, I mean, you're, you're appropriately upset about it, but you're not letting it get you down too much. I'm really trying not to, because I know I'm so prone to, <laughs> to spiraling, dude. I spiral hard all the time. And especially like when my, like my friends that I kind of put, like I didn't put them onto basketball, but I feel like I'm kind of had a hand right. in making like, them excited about it. excited about playing. They're all going sure. out to play and I'm yeah. fucking on the couch. Fucking mad. Yeah. So, so yesterday we we're, were at the park. Um, because we were fortunate enough, enough to live close, close, very like close, about five minute walk from each other. And there's a park in between us that has pickleball, tennis courts, and then some basketball hoops, courts, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we go to play a little pickleball and then your roomies, who I will not name. Um, Thank you. Showed up with Cami Slavkin. Right. Who we will name happily. Who we, who we, who we may name. She's happily. a joy. Yeah. Uh, and they have a basketball, and they're like, "We're hooping." And I was like, yeah. "Hunter's not here, but I know it's I know it's the knee." Yeah. Uh, and it was it was just very disorganized. Like we were all just kind of standing around, just yeah. like watching people play and not know like, are we trying to organize a game? Yeah. Or are we trying to play a little horse? Just like, kind of fucking around. We're kind of just like, what's going on? And I ended up leaving, like only touching the ball a couple times. Mm. And I was just like, that's I a wanna, bummer. I See, that's what. When I get out there, I just I want everyone to have fun. You yeah, know? I'm I was trying like, to I, was, I literally Johnson. said we're leaving, and I I turned to um, can I mention my roommates? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I turned to Nicole. Yeah, well, Nicole, I'm on the now. Just kidding. <laughs> we can mention Nicole. <laughs> well, I just didn't know if you want to believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I was like, you know, Hunter wasn't here, and I I just feel like that really like showed. It really showed. <sighs> well, that means a lot. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm eyeing an October first comeback. I'm going to keep taking it easy, and hopefully October 1st, I'll be back ready to to get shots up. don't push it. Don't push it. I know. And you've been very gracious to me, and you've been very sympathetic towards me because of our um, shared knee traumas. shared knee, yeah. And uh, we can move on from that because it's not very funny. You know, let's talk about being funny, which is we did hit our first open mic First LA open mic And it was fucking electric. It It was great. I mean, I... The how many how many times great. have you done stand up before? Like twice. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was I was really I think I was appropriately nervous, yeah. but I was like also excited. Yeah. Which I feel like is great how energy. you know you were fucked up enough to enjoy stand up. Great energy. Um and I just I went up there and ripped it and I feel like you I got, ripped it I got and ripped some it. great You laughs. got laughs on every premise that you went up there with. Yeah. And um Man, I'm a little, uh, you know, I have fun when I do stand-up. I've bombed before. This was not my first bomb, and I will say I did bomb fucking hard. It was a hard bomb. You and Nicole were very gracious to me. We should say Nicole did stand-up with us as well. Right. You guys were very nice, very encouraging. I know that I fucking bombed hard. And it's my, I went in unprepared, 
and right. being like, dude, I can fucking just fucking spitball it and grip it and rip it. Didn't happen. Choked. Forgot. First first bit, no laughs. Second bit, choked the punchline. Third bit, forgot it. Started fucking <laughs> reaching for goddamn straws, yeah, dude. Finding it was, anything. It was, But it was a tough crowd. Tough crowd. So we were doing an open mic. Uh, it was eight, eight or nine comics, mm-hmm. and everyone in the room besides our buddy Ben Wishney was one of the comics performing. Right. And I've done open mics like that before, and if you get, like, chuckles, that means that, like, you probably have a pretty decent set because typically it's not my, and I, I guess I shouldn't say it as a blanket statement, because um, when I go to comedy shows, I'm going there to laugh. Right. But I feel like that's not like I feel like a lot of especially comics are very yeah, judgmental. Like they, they, I mean, they were there to to try out their material. Yeah, it was very much what it was. Yeah, and and there were some good jokes there. There were some not so good jokes. <laughs> that's what that's an open mic, baby. And and I had a, I had a good time, but it definitely it's not like the ideal audience for like people who are gonna laugh and right. find things funny. Because, it wasn't a show because there yeah. there you were like the fourth person to go yeah. up so there was still like a good amount like more than half the room was going after you yeah and so they were all in their own heads thinking about what they were gonna do jesus christ this fucking sucks i'm just kidding man how you doing <laughs> oh, we're almost wrapped up it's all right we're just we we're still at the point where we're bleeping your name out on the show, so we can't really have you in here. Uh, we'll get you in soon. Uh, that was another roommate. All right, dude, we just crossed the two hour mark, and this is fucking long. Yeah, this and is long. Football's about to be on. Right, so we can wrap this up. But it we're was, gonna do stand up again. We're gonna soon. do it again. I actually have plans tomorrow to hit the comedy store. I think for a show. I'm going with you. Yes. Who are you sure. going with? I'm going with my friend from Nashville, who just texted me last night and said I'm in L. A. Let's. Well, go let's. See a show. I would like to go to the comedy so store. We'll do that. Go. You want to go? Let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go to the comedy store. I'll let you guys know the deets. Wait, Mary, Mary, what are you most excited about being here in L. A. with all your friends? Um, and we should say you guys do live together. We do, yeah, live, we together. do live together. Um, along with Macy, Sienna, and Nicole. Yeah. Macy, close friend of the show. Yes. Probably going to be our first repeat guest, I That's think. That's awesome. Yeah. And I will be tuning in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I'm excited to be out here. I'm, I'm very excited with all the strike business that's going mm-hmm. on. As unfortunate as it is, it gives us plenty of time to just be working together. Work on the craft. So I want to write with my friends. Maybe, maybe. Get a little crazy, shoot some stuff. Mm, I'd love it. Um, and keep doing stand up. So keep doing stand up. Just keep the comedy going. I'm I'm venturing on TikTok a little, but it, it's Ooh, a lot. Well, a lot. and we might have you start running the Hundred Days Radio Hour TikTok page. I mean, fingers crossed. Potentially, I be a social yeah. media. Me and Katie have a lot to discuss. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're gonna have to. You know, Ariel did give a pitch deck and have kind of like a full interview. So we're probably gonna have to have you do the same thing. Okay. Well, I didn't so. get to see that. I know. Wow, I felt that, bad okay, about that's it. Fun. Actually, you so can do I'm it to just Katie. To Katie. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. and then yeah. I, Katie okay. has full. We'll Katie has full authority over the show. If Katie ever wants the show to end, she can cancel it. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah, mm, I like that power. That's the power that I've vested in her. Yeah, mm, okay. Mary. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute I'm pleasure. The first LA guest. Yeah. Where can people find you? Yeah. Oh my God, they can find me on Instagram. Just my name. It's Mary Nearhouse. N I A R H O S. And they can find me on TikTok, which is Clip Clop Tour. <laughs> oh, God. 
bad name. Ah, uh, wrong. It's the name of the horse-drawn carriages that would come through my street. Oh. At Christmas time to look at the lights. Okay. It was called the clip clop tour. So are you are you holding on to that so yeah. they can buy it back for me? <laughs> you yeah. get a payday yeah. out of that? I also just think it's really funny when people have silly TikTok usernames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that people didn't immediately buy into like it has to be your name. Right. And you're on X. Um, I am unfortunately on on X and OnlyFans. Are you still, still doing that? Uh, I stopped. <laughs> you stopped. I'm, I probably yeah. need to stop. Might have to hit that back up. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Gmail. You <laughs> <laughs> can find me on AOL. You guys AOL. can find me on Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary. It's been a pleasure. We'll have you back out thank soon. You. Uh, thank you for coming by. Thank you, Katie. Anything else? No, thanks for coming on. Woo! Are, what, do you have something to say? No, I was just. You're saying bye. All right, bye I guys. Have something to say to Ariel. Fuck.